talking about. No, I did. Oh, well, I'll cut that part out. Don't leave that in. You leave it. Notes in of future Jonathan. Leave it in. <laughs> well, and we're back. We're I don't gonna... have to bleep. Leave it in, do I? No, we're gonna, we're gonna, we don't even have to count down, do we? I don't, have to, I don't have to bleep contextual. We are... We'll do a quick count. Three, okay, two, two one. one. Sync. That way, I can sync up the audio with the uh, with the braille. Sync up the. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, just we, put that word at the top. Uh, well, I'm gonna put it in like. I'm huge, sure they know what I'm saying. But. But in, oh, look at you dropping, dropping oh. stuff. Well, all right. Good night, folks. It was fun. Brennan's gonna go. He'll be back. I'll entertain you. How about that weather, huh? I know, right? One of these days, I'm gonna actually just run away <laughs> for like hours. Don't leave you sitting here. My buddy Stefan's coming on later, and this guy got a little enough sunlight for today, and he gave me that. Oh, he gave you that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You don't have anything I gave you out here, but... What have you given me besides... <laughs> put, that, put that in there. So, uh, uh... Wait, what have you given me? Uh... I mean, besides a, a very important friendship. All right. But I don't think you've given me anything physical. I, I haven't. Outside of... <laughs> <laughs> so um start this uh the podcast Please off do. um i have a crazy story and i'm gonna swear a lot i've got a joke oh god <laughs> i did read you, it did you hear my titan <laughs> yeah <laughs> put that word there yeah i read it this morning so i'm gonna steal it from whoever posted it on on the on the, on the computers okay um computers. <laughs> What generation was the movie Forrest Gump made for? Um, the one where everybody died of Spanish flu. Gen A. Gen A. Uh. <laughs> Good night, guys. Cut the stream. Thanks. I'm so mad right now. <laughs> Did you think? Did it? you think that was going to cover ten minutes? <laughs> Did you think? No, I've got a story. Too. Oh, okay. Did you think it was going to be funny? I got confused. I thought it was a mo- like wh- so initially after you said Gen A, <laughs> and I hate you for it. I thought it was like you know one of those jokes where you like have like multiple tiers. I thought it was going into something like that, and then I got really mad because <laughs> no. it wasn't. Because no. there's there's a joke. It's um, <clears throat> what do you what do you call um, a big red thing that eats rocks? What a big red rock eater. What do you call a big red thing that eats sand what a big red rock rock eater on a diet and the joke is somebody's like a big red sand eater and you're like no oh yeah and that's like so one of those multi-tier jokes and i hate you it's just like what's what's red rectangular and bad for your teeth a brick i like that that's better that's a good one i'm not cutting the other joke out i know you're not okay i would never ask you to but we're not friends anymore. No. Blow this. Blow this. Whistle. Put that word right there. Whistle. <laughs> Rhymes with grape. Oh, gotcha. Drop the G. Gotcha. Drop the G, G. All right, so... Um, word. Uh, well, we'll speaking s- of starting next episode, I got something for you. All right. Next week when we were Yeah, boarded. next week when we were wearing the same clothes. I, I brought an extra shirt. Did you? Yeah. I'll just go shirtless. Well, I'll buzz my head real quick. <laughs> like, man, I'm gonna mess up your hair, and you know, I'm gonna try to age myself a week in between. I'll just finish those sodas. 
<laughs> well, my oat sodas. Eczema is really going to come out. <laughs> so, um, so we can get into your story. I, I, mine wasn't really exciting. Um, yesterday, I decided to get back out and do some exploring. <laughs> that was better than your Jenna joke. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because I've been uh, my my brother and his wife were in town the first part of the week, and so we've been out going out every night. You know, and they're they're really big on walking around, which I, I love that. And um, so I got in the habit of like walking around every day. And actually, me and my brother took a bike ride over to the island, and rode the ra- racetrack, rode the abandoned neighborhood. Very we did cool. about. So y'all went over the bridge. Oh no, no, you told me this. Yeah, you we went took over the ferry. The ferry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Much safer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I don't like driving over that bridge. There's this jack dude that runs that bridge every day. Oh wow. And I mean, it's weird because like normally you see long distance runners and they're kind of skinny. And I mean, he's he's thin-ish, but he's jack. I mean, he's like the rock. Hmm. He's so cut. And then I look at that body and I'm like, yeah, waking up at 5 a.m. to run the bridge is not worth it. No, never. <laughs> so, but um, so I went out. I went out for a, a, a leisurely walk yesterday afternoon, midsummer afternoon. It was, yeah. No, no, no. Thank you, Robbie. And uh, I found myself in the cemetery. Which one? Colonial. Oh, okay, cool. So I was like, I didn't have my equipment, but I had some of my, my apps. So I did a, a little impromptu uh, ghost hunt. I haven't done one in a while. And nice. It was, it was so much fun to, to get back and do it, even just for a short period of time, for an un, unscheduled. So I did it for a little bit, and I was like, well, I'm going to go home. I walked up to the Parkers and got some beer for the walk home. And I was like, well, I got an hour before it closes. So I went back and did another impromptu ghost investigation. With beer. With beer. And, um, which, um, I found some hot spots. I actually got a little bit of conversation. Um, what was cool is I had my earbuds cause I was listening to a really good podcast on my walk. I was listening to our podcast. Were you? Yeah. I can't listen to them. I love listening. I to get, them. I get freaked out. I'm glad you do. Mm-hmm. Cause, cause you're the one that has to really go back over them. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is I, I check the first 10 minutes for swears <laughs> and then I just, I just have to make sure the audio quality is okay. I like but. listening to it. And the thing is, m- me and my, my little brother almost sound identical vocally. Yeah. So I can just pretend it's him talking if I, if I have an issue with Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Because we do sound very much alike. Nobody sounds like me. So that's. Um, but I, it's, it's so. Cr- I think the, the thing that's really hard for me looking back at those podcasts is how bad a spot I was in mm-hmm. mentally and just physically. Like I was in. I have a chronic pain condition, if anybody. I haven't told that in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the peak of it. Mm-hmm. And one, I think the one that, I, that you just sent me, one of them is the one where it was like typo negative, Huntress and died. It was all <laughs> songs about suicide, and that was like my lowest point. <laughs> and I like I started listening to the first episode, or, or that, that episode of the podcast, and I turned it off immediately. Like, I can't yeah, go yeah. back there. So, but I I could probably watch some of the ones we've done more recently. And for those yeah. of you listening, we're getting caught up. It'll take a little bit, but well, by the time you see this, we'll be caught up, right? But. And um, so because we got a lot, we got a lot better at it real quick. But those first, yeah. I think a lot of it had to do with my headspace. But yeah, and me just getting used to doing this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, you know, because I, I edit all of them, you know, with the video, 
and every you know go to edit a new one and a new one and it's just like it gets more and more like i'm not just skipping around mm-hmm. to do the edit right i'm actually watching the entire thing and it's full while i'm editing it and i'm enjoying them more and more That's good. i'm <laughs> so, glad but yeah i really enjoy them and i love our conversations we've gotten um i've gotten a lot of really good feedback already really from sharing you know just the the uploads that are up now nice and i've nice. been i've been really excited about that that's awesome. So. And like I said, I, I like that we have the audio format as somebody that drives a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, that's what I primarily have to digest podcasts with. So mm-hmm. I like that it's out there. But I really like what you've been doing with the YouTube because I think that's going to be uh, much more popular. Yeah, and it just gives choices. Yeah, and especially at some point if we if we get the gumption, we can boil down clips. So if you wanted to t- tune in and just check the songs for the week real quick mm-hmm. and not a whole lot of the, the creamy filler. Uh, you could just you could do that. Yeah, I haven't sworn so far. You haven't, and we're almost ready for your story. If you check the timer, we're almost. almost. Yeah, got a little bit more time. Okay. So the so we'll you, st- so you got drunk, and you're talking to ghosts. Actually, I didn't get drunk. I, I usually uh, <laughs> I tell you, it'll take more than a couple Parker's beers to put down the old Jonathan Humphrey. It's funny when I was at my peak of of uh, doing ghost hunting out in that cemetery, I would like I would spend like four or five hours there. And just slowly, progressively get drunk, and I would say so that would make me a lot more. Um, uh, what's the term? A lot more brave. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And a lot more callous towards mm-hmm. the spirits I want to talk to. <laughs> is, there, is there is there an alcohol like more more abrasive? Just like, yeah. hey, come on, you, you stupid ghost! Come on, show you're, yourself. You're you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> what, gonna, what are you gonna do? What are you do? It's of course, awesome. you start taking your shirt off. Yeah, like, come, on, go, bro. come on, Is there an is there an, <laughs> uh, is there an alcohol that you can remember that made you way more confident? As opposed to other alcohols, like in this field, ghost hunting. No, just, or just in, in gen- just in the entire time you've been drinking, you know, the past forty five years. <laughs> yeah. uh, confident or overconfident? Overconfident. Um, Is there one that like stands out in your mind? Tequila makes me way overconfident. Okay, and yeah, not yeah, yeah. not in a good way. Yeah, yeah. I tried to fight four guys at the same time <laughs> the last time I had tequila. Mm-hmm. We were, it was, but it was like, it was like plastic bottle tequila and we were making margaritas and the blender broke. So what we ended up doing was just doing shots out of the bottle and then mm-hmm. chasing it with margarita mix. We went to a bowling alley for <laughs> some reason. And yeah, it was like, it was like plastic bottle. It was like Juarez or do you know Nikolai vodka? I it's think like I've heard the, of it. it's the cheapest vodka you can buy. This was like the cheapest tequila like you can Bartons? buy. Like Bartons? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this, and then I got to this bowling alley and for some reason I tried to fight four guys. And then one guy was like, Hey, you still want to fight? And I was like, yeah. And then we got in a fight (laughs) and yeah, of course. So that was fun. But the, the liquor that really stands out in my mind that made me super confident is Jaeger. Me and my buddies, we would, we would go snowboarding Mm -hmm. in Montana. There was a, 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 a ski resort not far from us. Mm hmm. And we would go up there every, you know, a couple weekends and we would bring a half gallon of Jaeger with us and just do shots mm-hmm. out of the mm-hmm. bottle and then try to do backflips off cliffs and stuff. Not that I had ever completed a backflip, but yeah. I watched a buddy do it and I was like, I could probably do it. I can do that. Luckily, it was on the backside. So mm-hmm. the front side's where they like manicure all the slopes and it's usually the, the easier kind of stuff. The back sides, they don't touch and it's like real, uh, what do you call it? Um, 
really expert level stuff. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. there was a, not a lot of ski slopes in the world have this. You've heard of like black diamonds Mm -hmm. and double black diamonds. This is a triple black diamond because it's a tree run. Mm -hmm. Super dangerous. That's how Sonny Bonaparte. Bono. Bono. Bono, I don't want to say Bonaparte. That's how he died is Mm -hmm. we ran into a tree. Um, Not only is it trees, it's moguls. And if you don't know, moguls are mainly for skiers and they're like little tiny hills, like Mm -hmm. almost like rippling waves. And you just kind of bounce between them. So Mm -hmm. you have to bounce these hills and avoid trees. So it's a triple black diamond. We never did that. But, uh, yeah, we would find all these cliffs and stuff. And luckily it was all really thick powder because we'd go out there after snowstorms. Mm -hmm. So when I attempted this backflip, I didn't get brain damage as far as I know. (laughs) Well. (laughs) The perfect place to drink Jaeger when you think about it. Well, yeah. So I used to uh, I used to like to drink Jaeger. The problem with me and Jaeger is um, it's good, it's good, it's good, and then I'm in a coma. That there is no in between. <laughs> it doesn't make me like you know confident or anything. I'm like you know I'll do shots of Jaeger because that's the only way we drink it. You know, a couple shots, I'm good. Yeah, who 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 sips Jaeger? Uh, like, I mean, who who makes it? Is there? I can't think of a cocktail. I can't either. Jaeger. Well, people do Jaeger bombs, which those are yeah, gross. It's like it's. I mean, it's you're still doing a shot. You're yeah. just chugging a beer too. Right. But yeah, and I'm like four shots in, five shots in, good. I'm good. Six shots, I'm asleep. I mean, like that. Dang. Just boop, and I'm over. It's over. Good night. So I quit drinking Jaeger because I don't. I don't drink to, to all of a sudden pass out. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't reached that level yet. Maybe in 20 years. Yeah. I mean, I can go to sleep on my own. I don't need to literally fall on the floor and be dead asleep <laughs> like that. So I don't drink Jaeger anymore. Trish can, can still drink Jaeger. She's uh, for such a dainty little girl or woman. Boy, she, she knows she, she can. She can put some liquor away. She can dance with the creature, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> creature comforts. <laughs> this week's podcast brought to you by Creature yeah, Comforts. Comfort. Yeah, I actually want to have right, um, right. what's his name? The uh, runs bingo. I, I cannot remember. I can't name. either. And if, you, and if you watch this podcast, I'm so, I'm so sorry. sorry in advance. So, I know your name. I really rollerblade guy. Yeah, D- drop dead sexy. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, the handsome guy with the cool mustache. I think he's handsome. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Ah, uh, I see what you did there. Oh, I was. Um, Why don't you tell your Gen A joke again? <laughs> Are we almost there? You fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching some of the earlier podcasts, and I was like, I really like that beard, so I'm going to grow the beard back. I love the beard, dude. Yeah. You look so homeless with the. No, I'm <laughs> you look su- you look super good with a beard. Yeah, that's Trish. I was like, I was like, like a, you're like a grandfather figure to me. Thank you. Instead I, of just I, a weird I, uncle figure to me. <laughs> well, you can still sit in my lap like a weird uncle. Yeah. All right, I have a... Um, Ready for the story? I have a... Me, my story or your story? I've already told mine. Okay, I'll tell mine in just a second, but oh. I actually oh, you have, have another this, boring story. I have this... Uh, yeah, I have this... <laughs> <laughs> I have this sta- this little stand-up segue, because I say a lot of really offensive stuff that sometimes doesn't land, and people will do the ooh yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, and... I uh, so I just created a new segue to kind of to I say don't you guys go soft on me, not like my uncle, going soft on me right when I was getting into it. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the most horrible things to say. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, story time. 
All right. I'm just kidding. We're out of time, folks. Thanks a lot. We'll see you next week. This episode brought to you by Jägermeister. We will. Uh, next week's guest will be um, Eddie Van Halen mm-hmm. and um, Don Bagdarrell. And that first guy to get gonorrhea. Yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I don't know. Yeah. And maybe, if we can, Stevie Ray Vaughan. We'll have those three guys on the, on the show next week. More like, Thanks a lot. More like Stevie Gay Vaughan. Am I right? <laughs> Fuck that guy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have nothing against this. They're all, they're, all three of those are dead. That's why we're going to have them. Stevie on. Ray Vaughan's dead? Who's the, Wait, who? Which, which? Yeah, 31 years ago. Was it Jimmy Vaughan? Jimmy Vaughan's his brother. He's, He's still, still alive. alive. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Jimmy Vaughan was Fabulous Thunderbirds. Yes. Stevie Ray was Double Trouble, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, George Thorogood and the Destroyers. Oh wait, no, that was George Thorogood. <laughs> George Thorogood and the Destroyers. He's still alive. I saw him last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. God knows how. He was going through my trash. Yeah, looking for one bourbon, one shot, and one beer. <laughs> it's like George. I've told you before. Get out of my garbage. You just got to turn the light on, and he runs away like a raccoon. I don't know what you're talking about. Just go. Yeah, who do you love? Like banana peel hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> do you have a dollar? <laughs> I need six bucks. He was, he was that guy trying to charge his phone on your porch. Yeah. <laughs> hey, brother, can you spare some electricity? <laughs> yeah, it's a he dollar just, a he minute. Plug, he plugs in his he plugs in his his uh, his phone, and then that little silver tone amp to just like just trying to just trying to make some money. Come on, help me out. Let me bust go on your porch, friend. <laughs> so, um, did I t- did I did I say my dogs? T- I had to put my dog down a couple weeks ago. Did I say it on this show? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Just making sure. Um, Is this like a recap show now? Yeah, so my dog's dead. Um, no. So I've been feeling really weird about dog stuff. Like if I see anything approximating putting dogs down or anything like that, I get really sad and really emotional. And, mm-hmm. you know, I got really sad the day I picked up her ashes. And mm-hmm. then I was listening to a podcast I really like called Blocked and Reported. And they were talking about how people have been putting dogs down during the pandemic because of behavioral issues that surface because of the lockdowns. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, so people will adopt pets during the pandemic. Like it's a pretty standard thing. You need com- companionship. And sometimes these dogs like will develop behavioral issues and they'll start logging a bite record. And then now it's a quality of life issue because there's no shelter that'll take them. There's no, sanctuaries that'll take them because they have seven eight nine bites on their record Mm. and people end up having to put their dogs down and that got me really sad and so i've just been i've been really weird about dog stuff the past Mm -hmm. couple weeks Mm -hmm. so i'm at the dog park yesterday Mm -hmm. with gypsy daffin park Mm -hmm. dog park and recently started going back because voodoo had a big problem there and i felt like she couldn't defend herself if she had to because of her back legs like she couldn't walk right Mm -hmm. and then started taking gypsy there now because voodoo's gone and gypsy can kind of take care of herself i'm on the phone with a friend and on one side of the dog park and i hear from across the dog park i I hear yelping Hmm. and then i start hearing people screaming and i was like okay that's not good because the yelping sometimes dogs just bark at each other not a big deal but the, the people screaming I just I look up I hang up the phone with my friend and I start sprinting over there and as I'm sprinting over I notice there's like three or four people around this big dog and he has this tiny little dog by the neck mm. and he's he's shaking it and he, like these people are just trying to get around it like just trying to figure out what to do and I just jump in and I just put this dog in a rear naked choke and I just start choking the shit out of this dog because this this dog is like 
70 or 80 pounds, like big dog. Mm -hmm. And the dog in its mouth is like, could not have been more than like 15 pounds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so my idea was, I was, I, I, my first thought, I was like, I just, I have to make this thing pass out. Yeah. So he's not letting go despite the owners being right. Like he does not care. So I just started choking this dog. Thankfully, after like three or four seconds, he lets go. The owner's able to get his dog out. He's freaking the fuck out. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he gets his his little dog in the car. I'm like, hey, dude, there's a vet just down the road. He's like, okay, I got to get my other dog. I was like, which one's yours? I, I get his other dog. They take off. Mm-hmm. And then I'm shaking. Like, I'm freaking out. Because I, I didn't want to do that to that dog, you know. But th- right. there's a serious risk of this other dog dying. So mm-hmm. I hope both dogs are okay. Fuck that lady for not having control of her animal. Mm-hmm. The super sweet old lady who's always there comes over and tries to get that girl's information. I think she gave bunk information, mm-hmm. which is fucked up because you owe that person vet bills. Yeah, you do. Um, and the nice the nice old lady said she was gonna post the the information to the the board and try to get it to that guy. Uh, my sister was nice enough to reach out on a couple of Facebook pages because I don't I'm not on mm-hmm. Facebook and. I just wanted to reach out and see if the guy's okay mm-hmm. and then figure out who that girl was. Yeah, yeah, um, she's responsible. My my sister really knows dogs. Mm-hmm. She's a big dog freak, So, and she kind of gave me some reassurance. She was like, luckily, you know, big dogs, when they grab little dogs by the neck, uh, the there's not usually a risk of, like, puncture injury. What they usually do is they, like, shake it to death. They break its, their necks essentially like a, a chew toy. So she was like, if it was still alive and kind of moving afterwards then it's probably fine so that that gave me some reassurance but yeah and you know of course my family is like they're like oh you you could have got bit like blah 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 blah. and i was i was fine i was in a really good i think they were thinking that i was like choking this dog like this (laughs) i'm like i'm not sticking my hands anywhere near that mouth yeah so i got essentially for viewers i got behind it like this Mm -hmm. and this Mm -hmm. is you know in jujitsu it's called a rear naked choke and then i'm just applying pressure Mm mm-hmm and my my idea was if the if the dog was able to kind of squirm, I was just going to lock its body in and just bring it to the ground until it passed out. Yeah, because that's the thing is it was not letting go despite the owner smacking the shit out of it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. obviously this dog, I'm not sticking my hands anywhere near its mouth. That's number one, no no. Um, like I said, I hope that dog's okay too. Yeah, yeah which I, mean. I he walked. They she hightailed it out of there. Oh, I which, bet she did. Which is the reason why I think she gave bump bunk information i remember what she looks like i remember what a dog looks like if i see you and you've given fake information i'm gonna find you or i'm gonna i'm gonna call you out and i'm gonna find that guy Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna give him your actual information because that's fucked up it is yeah um and poor guy you know a lot of people uh my sister was getting back to me we were saying like you should have brought this tiny dog to the tiny dog park which is right next my next door and i think what happened was so the guy had two dogs. He mm-hmm. had a little one, and he had like a more medium-sized dog. So I mm-hmm. think rather than taking the medium-sized dog into the small dog park to avoid something like what happened to him, right? He took the small dog to the medium dog park, and he was just gonna. Because I mean, the thing was still on a leash and everything. They were right at the gate where you walk in, mm-hmm. and if your dog is running up to that gate and attacking dogs that are trying to come in. That's the, that is not there. an animal that should be at a dog park. No, no, you need to get that dog and go take him somewhere else where. Yeah, because apparently that dog does not like other dogs. Yeah, so and you especially need to, if it's tiny dogs. Yeah, because that's the other thing I was telling uh, my family. I was saying if it was two big dogs fighting, 
I'm not stepping in. Fuck no, that. No, no, I'm not no. going to get, I don't care. I mean, unless it's mine, but right. Gypsy wouldn't fight anybody. <laughs> and that's the, that was the funny thing. I'm like, so right after it happens, the guy leaves, the girl leaves. I'm like kneeling down shaking because mm-hmm. it would just happen so fast. And I was mm-hmm. trying to get my wits back. And then I was like, oh shit, where's my dog? I was <laughs> yeah. I call a Gypsy. She's still at the other end of the dog park, and she just pokes her head around a tree like, what? <laughs> she had no idea what was going on. She just, like, she looked at me running over there, and she's like, fuck that. <laughs> like, <laughs> nope, I'm out over here. Hang out so, over here. I, I, luckily, I think everybody's okay. Mm-hmm. I hope that little dog's fine. I hope the guy's fine, and I know how terrifying that must be. Oh, I bet. Because yeah. I've had dogs go after voodoo and gypsy, and it's, it's as simple as me picking them up. Mm-hmm. And it's never it's never been bad. They're never like aggressively trying to hurt them. They're usually just trying to play a little too rough, right? And that's a little different. Mm-hmm. So, but even that kind of shakes you up because then you're like, okay, now I have to like be aggro with this owner because their dog doesn't know how to behave. Yeah. And a lot of times that's a big issue with at that dog park is these people just let their dogs run around and they're at the the, the picnic tables texting or mm-hmm. uh reading a book and it's like hey you have to still watch your animal this isn't like yeah you have to pick up after it you have to yeah, watch it exa- you have to... and there's so much shit all over that oh, dog park so much thank you to the nice city workers who go and clean that dog park because i know that job can't be easy yeah so I that mean, was my story wow uh thank you for hero. sticking with us i no i that was i just had to get that out. i'll probably say it, i'm having somebody else come in on a podcast later today, mm-hmm. that I was I was on the phone with him. Oh wow! At the dog, so I'll probably tell the story, and then it'll probably be out today. Obviously, later for our podcast as we're trying to get caught up. But then that's the last you'll hear of it. But okay, I, I'm trying to get it out there because I want to see if that little dog's okay. It was a guy. It was a guy who was, looked like he was in his mid 30s. Um, small little tiny white dog, medium sized black dog drove a a gray compact hatchback. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The lady, I, she walked there, so I can't give, she was blonde and she had a really big orange dog, 70, 60, 70 pounds, had a black harness on. So if anybody has any information, please reach out. Yeah. You can find me. Reach out to the podcast. Actually, like, comment, subscribe if you know where that nasty bitch lives. Actually, I'll give you. I'm gonna give you Brennan's. Uh, I'm gonna flash Brennan's phone number and home address on the screen. So, uh, sexual kinks. Whenever you want to come by and visit him, mm-hmm. uh, preferred I'll, time of day to to walk into the house alone. I'll draw. I'll draw a map of his house and show you where his bedroom is, uh, where the bathroom is, where the window is when uh, he's home alone. Like that movie, Home Alone. No. What movie? Air Force One. Well, of course, that's basically the plot right there. <laughs> you know, you know what generation Air Force One was made for. I don't have a punchline. I was just <laughs> Gen A. Just... I like I like the second joke better, actually. Yeah. Let's hear it for Gary Oldman. By the way, speaking of Air Force One, was he in that? I thought yeah. it was Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford was the president. Gary Oldman was the bad guy. I thought Harrison Ford played both parts, like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> So talented. You can play the good guy and the bad guy. He's like, get off my plane. Nine. <laughs> Harrison Ford's so talented. Remember when when German bad guys eventually transformed into like to Arab bad guys? Yeah. Like, cause cause uh, I went back and I watched um, Die Hard, uh-huh. and 
Hans Gruber, he's he's German and he's a German terrorist. And then mm-hmm. what was that? The late eighties. It was or, 80, 88, I think. Eighty eight, and then and then uh, over the course of the nineties, they slowly became Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. And watching then after nine eleven, it was like that's that was every bad guy for like ten years. Yes, yeah, yeah. An Arab terrorist. Yeah. Or a Mexican cartel guy. It's always the Mexican cartels. Yeah. Like, so. comment, subscribe if you've had a loved one succumb to violence by the Mexican cartels. Yeah, comment in the in the comment section below. Like, subscribe, ring that little bell icon to get notifications. Oh, yeah, the bell. The bell's important. It's very important. Take that bell out to dinner. Give it a big smooch. Mm. Mm-hmm. If the bell consents. Uh um, gotta put that in there. Hopefully by now uh, we'll have goodies on our Patreon account. Uh we can work that in later, but subscribe to our Patreon. We're we gonna what, what goodies we gonna do? Well, we'll talk about it later. Well, I don't want to do it now. Lemon squeeze and deep cut condoms. We're gonna have stickers, t-shirts. They discounts. are made in Taiwan, so use it at your own. Risk. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna give you discounts on on our merch. Hope stickers, merch t-shirts, uh, podcast. You get them early. Um, you know, I got I took some glamour shots of Brennan. Uh, yeah. Got so. a lot of tasteful butthole nudes. <laughs> DHM, baby. All right. All right. Um, should we f- shout so we flip the coin? We will flip us the coin. Make Germans bad guys again. Hey, look at that. Never happens unless I hit the wires. Never happens. Thank you, Robbie. So we are we're doing the... Um, my horrible pitches, but yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're, next yeah. week. We'll be talking about music we actually like. Yeah, next week. So we'll start with. Um, <laughs> I had a theme, and I can go ahead and you know throw the theme out. You already guessed it. Um, no, you told me what it was. I didn't guess anything. <laughs> a little air of surprise for the gang out there. Sex ballads written to minors by rock stars. That was uh <laughs> She's only seventeen. I uh sixteen. <laughs> they just keep going lower and lower for every chorus. <laughs> She's only eleven. <laughs> Nine <laughs> months old. <laughs> she is just a fetus. <laughs> ever, did, you know that um, did I ever sing you my my parody for that Baby You're All That I Want song? Mm. Baby you're all that I want. When you're lying here in my arms, I find it hard to believe you're 11. <laughs> That's bingo all over again. Oh, yeah. Anyway. This, this podcast is sponsored by Jeffrey Epstein. Didn't Woo! kill himself. Let's, let's, oh, I hope we get famous enough to be able to buy that island. Yeah. Call it Fuckboy Island. <laughs> we just do the, just the raddest shit on there. Everything but sexual assault. Yeah, I was gonna fill. Oh it wait, with... that actually that sentence out of context can sound pretty bad. <laughs> Everything but sexual yeah. assault. B u t t. I know. I'm gonna fill it with kittens. Aww. Kitty cat. I love kitty cats. I love kittens. But anyway, back to uh, what we're getting paid to do by no one. <clears throat> so my theme Thanks, was Jeff. <laughs> Jeff from Uganda. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He. Uh, oh, we did get hit up by this Jamaican prince, and he said if we help him with a small donation to reclaim his thrones, we can triple our money. I know. I, I've already uh, sent him the account number and routing number for the uh, nice, nice, nice. LSDC um, bank account. Bank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but where they charge us money to have money in there <laughs> yeah. because we don't have enough money. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Your theme for this week. 
My theme for this week was uh, rockin' 80s soundtrack songs. And um, that is one thing that I miss so much about the 80s, was no matter what kind of movie you had, they were going to make you a rockin' soundtrack. So bands would be hired to make songs based on the movie? Is that what you're saying? Most times, yes. Okay. Or just like a a song pertaining to the movie or just a... Something that worked well. Yeah, a non-album track. Sometimes bands would just throw a B-side at, at a soundtrack. Okay. Because they, you know, um, they weren't going to do anything with it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things in this first song falls in that category. In uh, the mid-'80s, uh, horror movies, especially the uh, the Friday the 13th and the Nightmare on Elm Street series, they were really, really popular. Obviously, they were getting cheesier and cheesier. But uh, this is back when a time when you would make an R-rated horror movie geared towards teenagers. Okay. So it was R-rated. I mean, it had the violence and, and the nudity and all that stuff. But teenagers love that. I mean, you are you were a teenager, what, last week? And you you know you, you like that kind of stuff. <laughs> I do. Li- I like violence and nudity. That's for damn <laughs> I mean, sure. Who doesn't? I get some Jaeger in me, and I just want to <laughs> fucking fight. <laughs> so this first one, um, it was from A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, The Dream Warriors. Okay. Came out in 1987. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And this is from a band called Dokken, which I'm not even a fan of Dokken. Dokken. But they have like three songs I like. Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors, uh, Unchain the Night. Oh, I know that song, yeah. actually. And yeah, actually, they have two songs I like, then <laughs> that's it. I'm not, I just never could get <laughs> you into You thought Dokken. about that third song and you're like, nah. Yeah. And I, I like George Lynch, a guitar player. I like his solo work. But I'm just not, never got into Dokken. Nothing against. Nothing I like against it because it sounds like. Docking. Yeah. But that's that's the lead singer's last name, Don Dockin. Yeah. So Oh, what an asshole. Well oh, he is. I hate it when people do that. Well. I hate that shit so much. <laughs> yeah. Like Ban Perry. Oh Led I got a Zeppelin. shout out to Chris Harper at Crimis, C R I M M A S on Instagram. <laughs> and Crimis Animates for, for he designed our logo. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And weirdly enough, because I post, I just happened to post the picture of episode four, mm-hmm. and the first band on that week was the band Perry. Mm-hmm. When he was two, I'm going to butcher the story. His life was saved by a doctor. His parents rushed him into the hospital because they thought he was having an allergic reaction. Mm-hmm. Turns out he was slowly choking on a fish stick, and a doctor Perry saved his life. Huh. And. Uh, a couple years later, the family moved, and the children went on to form a band called the band Perry. Oh wow! No shit. Yeah. Based on that doctor. Yeah. That, well, no, that no, 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 no. That's that, that's their dad. Oh, <laughs> it's a wild leap. It's like, oh, those those kids named their band after a guy that saved some obscure animator's life. No offense, Chris. No, that's awesome, and thank you, Chris, for the for the awesome. Yeah, artwork. we love you. You took. Something that we had created in our brains and made it look, I Chris, think, it looks amazing. Chris, if there was a movie based off your life, it would be called Brooklyn's Finest. Yeah. He lives in Brooklyn. Oh, awesome. And I love him. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you, Chris. Thumbs up. I'm sorry it took 16 episodes So just episodes a weird, <laughs> weird kind of thing. We <laughs> talk, that is like, cool, though. super weird. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to be getting a call in at some point, and somebody's going to be like, 
Yeah, like uh, it's like somebody that designs our merch is gonna be like, yeah, Glenn Danzig raped me over. A- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's my story. But anyway, yeah, we'll get yeah, to that later. I don't yeah, design yeah, merch. Yeah. So but Dream anyway. Dream Warriors, uh, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street three. Yeah, the best of all of them. I'm sure. <laughs> I actually know the I know the movie that, that the was... second the second one comes from. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know. I know the movie. You, good. We're, let's. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Up, I'm all scatterbrained up. today. I know. Do I need to slap you again? Yes. Oh, pull down your pants. <laughs> <laughs> slap me in the pecker. So, uh, yeah, this is um, and and you know, obviously, I know when you listen to the song, you're like, this. Of course, this was recorded in the '80s. Yes. I mean, it's got all the flavors of. Yeah, 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 yeah. This sounds like what would probably be in an '80s movie, horror movie, action movie. I mean, it had all the things. Was it like? So was it? In the movie, or was it like in credits? I think this was in credits. Okay. I think so. But it was the theme song for the movie. Oh, so they probably opened with it. It, I haven't seen that movie in a hundred years, it feels like. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I I don't remember exactly where it was in the movie, but the other two, I know exactly where they are in in those movies, and we'll get to those. Okay. But, um, But yeah. But and I just want to and like this was the beginning of three songs that were just they're fun, you know whether you liked them or not that was no big deal. I like them for what they are. Yeah, and it's just fun and it's it's very nostalgic every time I listen to those three songs and a bunch there there were a lot of songs I could have used. Yeah, and I had to narrow it down, and that was really hard. Just bring the other ones back next week. I will. I'll, okay. Well, next week, in in two hours, three, three weeks from now. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, but anyway, so uh, I'll pitch it over to you. Yeah. I liked, I mean, it's, here's the thing is I have to remember with a lot, you're the deep cut guy mm-hmm. and I have to remember that you grew up with a lot of this stuff when these sounds were fresh mm-hmm. and sound has, sound and popular music has just evolved so much. And I have mm-hmm. to remember that, that the stuff that I grew up listening to is removed 30 years from where sound was at. Yeah at the time you were listening, like when you were my age. So mm-hmm. um, it's good. I, I I think the only thing that I don't like about it is I know what happens after, which is this ba- this sound influenced a lot of really shitty music. Yes. So all I can hear, <laughs> all, all I can hear when I'm listening to this is worse songs that come after this. <laughs> and it eventually it leads to that, that fucking band that shot that music video on the beach. You know what I'm talking about? The the really shitty the guy that's trying to be Ozzy Osbourne and I sent you the the, oh, the, the yeah. video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, eventually Brian, goes there's a direct line from Dawkins to those fucking yeah, assholes. The one that Brian Posehn was uh Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. They're, yeah. they're on the beach and like during the guitar player's solo, the singer comes over and awkwardly puts his hand <laughs> yeah. on his shoulder and yes. that's what this sound goes into. So you are, I, you're absolutely correct. You, and I yeah. I think, unfortunately, the 80s were a weird time in yeah. between where it's like techno- technology's moving quickly, mm-hmm. but a lot of the recording methods were going to stay for a little bit. So it's this weird catch-up game that's happening, whereas now, because mm-hmm. everything's digital, there's still a lot of technological inv- advancements in music, but overall the sound in the digital realm is pretty consistent. Yeah, and people do different things. There's different 
uh, there's different. What, what would what would you the word for it be? Um, like innovations mm-hmm. within like how we're going to use these sounds, but there's a consistency over the past I would say like ten years, mm-hmm. and the recording quality is all really good because for, like the gap between industry standard professional recordings and then like home studios keeps getting narrower and narrower as mm-hmm. things become more affordable and more companies come out with more affordable things mm-hmm. that are professional quality. I think there's more of a stable consistency now, whereas back then, the the bands like this could afford to make sounds like this, whereas, mm-hmm. you know, uh, simpler bands, maybe punk bands and stuff like that, had a pretty low recording budget, so things didn't sound as good. Right. But those sounds quickly went away into the 90s because there's there's more innovation you know you get into you get into more um uh digital recording and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so Mm -hmm. yeah that's what i would say is like this sound is very it's sort of like gated reverb Mm -hmm. on like uh phil collins loved that sound yeah and then it goes away so quick Mm -hmm. and it's just that place and time and so that would that would be my only critique is that this song has not aged well no it's very very dated yeah very dated sorry to go on a long misinformed tirade but that's kind that's kind of my (laughs) my pre pre pretext to all of Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. okay yeah The 80s, it's just, when you listen to an 80s song, it's very obviously 80s. And it doesn't matter if it's Dokken. It doesn't matter if it's Whitney Houston. It mm-hmm. doesn't, like, it all is so similar. Yeah, it, it all has that It doesn't matter if it's Pat song. Benatar, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's all very place and time, B-52s. Mm-hmm. It's just like when you listen to most stuff from the 90s, mm-hmm. it's... Same thing. There's new innovations that will quickly be eroded. Like, the equipment will be used for a little bit, and then it just eventually gets eroded by a more efficient system and people beat it to death yes i mean you know there's certain in the 90s you really get into the loudness wars so Mm -hmm. things were getting compressed out the wazoo Mm -hmm. you lose a lot of dynamics and i think that was a real issue with music for a little bit and just certain tones and instruments there were certain guitar tones that were used in the 80s certain vocal styles that were used in the 80s docking one of them where you know it just the 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 higher mm-hmm. you know range not not a falsetto but pretty close yeah 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 oh that's a, I mean yeah like you said the style of singing and uh, especially with like a lot of metal bands mm-hmm. what was the big thing at the time to record with is tube amps because you need that power for a guitar to cut through the mix mm-hmm. so and on that amp that I have right there are mm-hmm. tube models and I think I have like six or seven and the first two are the most popular tubes. For metal bands, and one is uh, K. I'm not going to remember it, but that was the most popular tube in American metal music. Mm-hmm. And the next one down is like six L, six LS, or something like that. The most popular tube amp in British music. Mm. The difference is a lot of like it's the difference in mid range and treble sort mm-hmm. of things. Uh, but yeah, I mean that that's the th- every guitar tone you heard for a long time was cut like it was almost like there was industry standard amp tubes Mm -hmm. so pretty much yeah so you a lot of like i mean like a lot of the stuff that you've pitched already like exodus testament Mm -hmm. in the like early 90s era when you said thrash really comes back like that's the same guitar tone across the board Mm -hmm. with little differences yeah yeah but yeah you're absolutely right tube saturation Mm -hmm. kind of sound tube saturation (laughs) (laughs) 
What? I don't know why that was funny. Because you're thinking of penises? <laughs> Can't get dick off the brain? <laughs> so, thumbs up, thumbs down? It's all right. Yeah. It's it's definitely of its time. It, mm-hmm. I think this song was the least exciting for me personally because it just kind of like drags. It's like... It's like, it's kind of like, I can tell it wants to be a fun, upbeat song. Not upbeat, and but a little bit quicker than it is and but it's kind of it's kind of slow yeah i'm bad out this is the one i almost left off and traded with something else because it's well you should have <laughs> it's my least favorite that's why i put it at the beginning yeah thank you for that because i want to go ahead and get it out of the way yeah but I, I, only, just, like, I think the... i only include it because it was involved with an iconic sure, movie sure, sure. series yeah. and uh, i get it but it's very of its time and i don't yeah. like the lyrics that's basically docking and that's i think that's why i don't really like docking yeah it's just like it's just like it's it's bordering on just like bubble gum bullshit yeah like like, you're not it's here's what it is it's somebody who thinks they're being super duper deep Mm -hmm. and they're not no it's a song about a horror movie like the long road yeah It, yeah, that's a hell of a ride. <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll give it a thumb sideways, or we can do a thumbs down. I'm gonna do thumbs at two o'clock. Okay, it's okay. Yeah, give it a listen. I mean, for sure, give it a listen. It's it's interesting. And to watch like, that movie. The especially earlier... if you haven't listened to a lot of '80s music, this yeah. is kind of this will be a good introduction into it because this is what everything sounds like. Yeah, the first four Nightmare on Elm Street movies, I think, are where you can pretty much stop. I think you could stop at one. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> technically, you could stop at one, and it's like, that's it's really like Friday the Thirteenth. You can stop at one. Yeah, you can stop at the first one. But oh, if do you, you want to watch Jason X when he goes to space? No, no, I, I don't. don't. No, not even a little bit. I don't even. Wanna, I don't even want to think that that movie exists. Was a, there was one Nightmare on Elm Street where? Oh no, I think it was Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, that wasn't good either. And there's like it's like right when CGI was kind of coming into its own, and there's like. This dude smokes a bunch of weed in a hospital or something, and he he hallucinates that there's like this creature, and it's the I mean, Mortal Kombat Two had better creatures <laughs> developed in it. Did you ever watch Mortal Kombat Two? I've never watched any of the Mortal Kombat movies. We'll get high and watch it sometime. Uh, okay. Or you'll just get drunk. On yeah, I'll Jaeger. get drunk. Yeah. Like, Wake up! This is the best part. <laughs> take these off. Sunglasses uh, sponsored by Tito's Vodka. They, I tell you what, they had one of the smartest marketing campaigns I've ever seen. Because mm-hmm. it was right when gluten-free was becoming a really popular thing. Mm-hmm. They were like, gluten-free vodka, put it right on the bottle. It's like, yeah. and I'll, then all these I'll... motherfuckers <laughs> don't order vodka sodas. They order Tito's and soda because they want you to tell them if you don't have Tito's. And it's like, hey, asshole, 90% of vodkas are gluten-free. Yeah. Well, now you've ruined Tito's. Now, now they're. Sleeping. I like Tito's. They do a lot of going back to it, but yeah, they do a yeah. lot of good work for dogs, mm-hmm. uh, especially pit bulls. Mm-hmm. I like. I like. I said I'm a big fan of their marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. I just don't like their fucking fans. <laughs> and, Can and, I get a Tito's and soda? And what's so bad is it's actually really good vodka. That's like our our vodka of choice at home. The same girl that comes up to the bar and is like. Can I get a titties and soda? Is also the same girl that walks into a clinic and says, "Can I get a light term abortion?" <laughs> How late term? Uh, well, he's four. Well, I'm in labor, <laughs> so. <Yeah. laughs> I like Say hey to Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. 
Deuces. I'm just yeah. tired of you. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to... Uh... You want to say You know what day it is? <laughs> it's the day after Friday. Let's go. <laughs> I didn't even listen to this song yesterday because I couldn't. Here's my... I'm going to save it for the third song to kind of to divulge how I came about these songs. Okay, okay. But this fine. first one is widely considered to be one of the worst songs ever created. And it's weird because I... So that's kind of what I'm going for is the worst songs ever. But interestingly enough, when I typed that into Google just to kind of get a, a feel, mm-hmm. there's this one song... That they that was claimed to be the worst song ever, mm-hmm. and it was it, it's like something Park by MacArthur S- Park. MacArthur Park, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I listened to it. I was like, oh, way worse music has come out since. I think mm-hmm. that was in 1992, which yeah, I was born. MacArthur Park actually came out in the 60s. Oh, then in 1992 they they, ra- they yeah. rated I've, it. As I actually have MacArthur Park on uh, on 45. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I was I'll listening to, to it and I was like, why is this? Yeah, that's he's I, playing an int- he's playing interesting piano. He's mm-hmm. singing in key. Mm-hmm. He's on time. Mm-hmm. Way worse music has come out. I know, since yeah, then. I've never understood why MacArthur Park got such a bad rap. And I it's guess had people one for, didn't like the lyrics, but maybe they're okay. I mean, it's and you're right. You know, it's definitely better worse, than Dream Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot worse stuff has come out. Probably within a year of that song coming out, <laughs> and we'll get into that. Yeah, but oh yeah. But uh, so Rebecca so, yeah, Black's th- Friday. Rebecca Black's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. I here's what I will say. <laughs> I because of this song, I cannot hold anything against Olivia Rodrigo. I don't because because of her her juvenile. I would say. These the songs that she writes when they're about all this deep love and kind of stuff kind of come across as a little juvenile because it's like you're 17. What the fuck do you know? That's right. well, that's the that's the reaction I feel like people our age would give to that. Mm-hmm. This song is legitimately juvenile, and I wonder what cr- color crayon she used to write the lyrics <laughs> because this is this is a song that is oh you don't know anything. You're a sophomore in high school, and you have nothing to talk about. It showed in the lyrics. Which, to be fair, I was actually songwriting at the same age. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I was just as bad. See, I <laughs> but wasn't. I was, here's the good thing, is I didn't have the ability to put it out on the fucking radio. Right. And I feel like I was writing songs when I was 16, 17. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, looking at them now, yeah. but nothing. it was nothing juvenile- like that. I'll have to bring in a couple of things I wrote when I we'll was re- like... Ooh, we'll read them on the Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Just, I'll, write, I'll bring some shit that I wrote when I was 16. And about was, how I was masturbating to all my classmates. Anyway, what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the thing. is like I, I was writing poppy, stupid <coughs> bullshit when I was 16 because I didn't fucking know anything either. But then I had a lot of really hard times between 17 and 20... Halfway through my twentieth year, mm-hmm. and then when I started songwriting again, it's like, oh, I have all this really crazy stuff to talk about because I went out and lived a crazy life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna barely need my bowl, need cereal <laughs> or whatever she says. I'm gonna turn it over to you. Um, I remember when the song came out. It was what was it, like 
2013, 14. Was it that late? I thought it was earlier than that, like 2010. I should have probably done my homework, but I won't. And I remember when this came out, and it was it was like a YouTube sensation. The video was, and it was all over the place. And yeah, it's not a good song at all. It sounds like Daddy wrote a check to a, a recording studio, oh, and yeah, 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 just so he can get his daughter to shut Can up. I read the lyrics real quick. Yeah, ah, 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 ark. Ooh, ooh, who? Yeah, 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 ah, ah, yeah, ah, ah, wah, yeah, ah, ooh, yeah. <laughs> when did you come out though yeah i'll look it up i got it i got it, I got it. the last time i heard a song this terrible aaron lewis was singing it <laughs> oh brought it back around <laughs> 2011 oh 2000 okay sorry about that 2011 um yeah this song is absolutely terrible and uh the one thing that, that i do remember and i, and I want to say this in regards to to Miss Black, unless she's gotten married now, but Miss Rebecca, um, for some reason, Sounds like a substitute teacher, Miss Rebecca. Rebecca, Miss Rebecca, can Ms. I go Black. to? Oh, call me Miss Rebecca. <laughs> I'll, 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 I don't know where I was going. I just sorry, drip, sorry, I drifted sorry, for sorry, a second. Uh, Miss, the thing I'll say about Miss Black. The thing I'll say about Miss Black, Miss Rebecca. Um, when this came out, yeah, the song's not good. Okay, we can agree on that. Fine. Who cares? It's not a good song. She has no talent in writing, singing. You know, I don't even know if she could play the triangle. Okay, she's already made more money in 2011 than I've made in my entire life. Mm -hmm. So who cares? Um, what got me was there was such a backlash, and I don't know if you remember this, when the song became so popular that there were people who were who were cyberbullying her, giving her death threats because mm. they didn't like the song. I'm like... Oh, I don't want to take it that far. I didn't know she was getting death threats. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like... I mean, it's a bad song, but Jesus. I mean, good Lord. If I was going to send death threats to every song I didn't like, mm -hmm. well, that'd be a lot of death threats. Well, and... The, yeah. But it was very the, juvenile because her the people who didn't like it were also tweens and teens who don't know how to just not listen to a piece of music. Yeah. Yeah, and just you know? and just not like it. Yeah, I'll never have to listen to that song again for the rest of my life. Yeah, I mean that's crazy to just. But yeah, that was to, well. You had to listen to it this week. Yeah, I had to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I had to listen. Yeah, but you are contractually obligated to listen to this song this week. <laughs> I mean, I, and I'm not saying that it's good or I agree with it, but I remember when Shanae O'Connor tore up the picture of the Pope to protest the the rampant sexual misconduct in the chat, the Catholic Church. Yeah, and she was getting death threats. For that, and that's, I'm, I'm not saying that I agree with it or something like that. But when art presents itself in that way, I get why people do it. I think it's horrible, and you should all go die. But for just mm -hmm. not liking a song about riding in your friend's car, oh god, I just remembered the that one part in the song. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Yeah. fun. <laughs> I just like that's that's the clown doll you have. <laughs> that haunts you yeah. at night and stands over your bed and's like fun, 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 fun. That's the voice she uses for it. It is. It's creepy. Even auto tune couldn't fix oh, that. But it's just and, and the people that were fun, 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 fun. <laughs> that were attacking her. These are the kind of people that they're behind their little computer in mom's basement. Yeah, you know they're alert. They're allergic to pussy juice <laughs> and fun. And they're probably you know three hundred fifty pounds in the eighth grade. You know. 
and they have nothing. But healthy, but healthy. Ob- oh. Obesity can be healthy. Well, yeah, I mean, and they're also a, a, a level 15 orc in World of Warcraft. I don't even know if that's a real uh, yeah, thing. I don't think you know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't. I don't like, play. comment, subscribe if you don't think that Jonathan knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I, don't play, I don't play video games. if you games. hate his stupid mustache, hit that bell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I did that. No, I do. Okay. Because it wasn't a rock. It got some dust over here. But yeah, yeah but it's like, okay. snort it later. <laughs> the song is stupid. Who cares? Yeah. Don't. Should we send her a death threat real quick? <laughs> no, I'm not going to send her back a black death threat. I hope you. I hope your. I hope your car crashes and your bus blows up. No, I've got a worse threat. I hope for the rest of your life you're only known for making this song. She will be. That's 100 percent her legacy. To me, that's a fate worse than death. Have you, <laughs> have you seen the rap video? Crispy cream. No, you know I haven't. Okay, let me show you just real quick because this is this is pertains to what we're talking about. It pertains to what we're talking about. You're okay. also at the next week. You're getting a rap video up top. I'm really excited for that. Great. You mean week after next? No, next week. Crispy cream. Came out the year after. Are you serious? Okay, that's enough. Okay, for the people listening at home, this is this could this could there's a part in the chorus where he's singing into a mic and he has a snot bubble. Oh, and they leave it in. This kid is he's like. Here's the thing, though. A couple years later, so this must have been like 2016 or something. Mm -hmm. I'm on Facebook and a Facebook Live pops up of a guy playing a piano, and I'll usually click on music stuff, Mm -hmm. especially when it's not sponsored. I Mm -hmm. won't click on sponsored videos, and. He's playing the piano and he's playing really well and he's actually singing good. This guy, and I see on the sidebar comments live like Krispy Kreme, Krispy Kreme. And I was like, "That's the fucking rapper guy," and he was actually playing something good. So maybe Rebecca Black comes out with a banger. Well, maybe you know? so. Yeah, this kid. For those of you at home, he's he's got to be the whitest, most Just put, suburban. Put the video up right here. Just... Kid I've ever seen. He's got like the my here, first. I'll, I'll send you a. I'll send you a picture. My of first mustache. We call them crustaches. My first mustache. That sounds like a kit by Hasbro. <laughs> you know when when you know you you when when you got a certain age and you started growing that first little bit of fuzz on your top lip. No, I couldn't do it. Uh-oh. I looked. I I looked <laughs> like. I looked here. I looked like. A pedophile and a kid that would get fucked by a pedophile at the same time, and it just wasn't healthy. <laughs> but anyway, he's got that that first crustache that you're supposed to shave off as soon as it grows in, so you can grow a real mustache. But yeah, and they're pointing guns. I don't know who's, whose guns those were. Who's a BB gun? <laughs> yeah, please send me that awesome video. I'll fi- I'll watch all of it when we're. I sent you a picture so you can you put know, it up. Right, we're now. not filming a national podcast. Hit that! Hit that! If, hit that notification bell if you believe that <laughs> if, if, if music like this is the reason why you support abortions. <laughs> <laughs> Super late term abortions. Yeah. <laughs> hold still, mom. I'm 16. Hold still. Hold still. So I will give. Um, we'll wrap it up for Miss Miss Rebecca. I hate the song. The song is a thumbs down. Um, but I will give her a thumbs up. Because I know she's still making music and is she? Yeah. Oh god. 
and to all those people who gave her death threats because yeah, fuck you. You get a big thumbs down, and I hope you're probably still living in your mom's basement. You're still painting those little D and D figures, and you know. You. And here's something for your ass. I would never have sex with you, but I'd probably have sex with Rebecca Black. <laughs> well, that's a given. <laughs> yeah. She's my age. She should be my age. She was 16 in 2011. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. Was, she's, that was 10 fine. years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's Olivia fine. Rodrigo, not fine. <laughs> <laughs> not fine. Yeah, and that's the thing that creeps me out is, like, I know that there's guys that are, like, just watching her videos over and over. They're just, like, 35-year-old men, like, <laughs> obsessed with it. That always happens. Britney mm-hmm. Spears. Because uh, Britney Spears was pretty famous when she was, like, 15 and 16, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's always so weird when they, like, prop these girls up as, like, sex icons. And it's like, hey. They're, that's only okay in Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> only release the music video in Alabama. <laughs> <sighs> All right, let's we move. Uh, let's move on. Flip it. Mm. Like Daddy likes it. Second one I gave you. This. Oh yeah, back back to you. This has a. It's hard yeah. for me to think outside of myself. I know. This one has a very. Uh, well, uh, not personal, but this is um, this is uh, an exciting one that I want to throw at you. We are talking about instruments of destruction, which sounds like a Megadeth song. Mm-hmm. Even though it was, uh, that was. Like, how are you texting me here in the room? But I know what you're doing. Uh, it was a band called NRG. I don't know if they've ever done anything else. So what does it stand for? I have no idea. It's NRG Energy. It was '86. <laughs> it's 1986. That fucking Gen A joke. <laughs> Okay, this is off the soundtrack. Well, I'll let you sit down first, Jim Shorts. And, I mean, Jim Pants. These are long pants, yeah. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> this was the original animated Transformers movie. Oh, I was going to... What? Oh, you can say something. I was setting up the show, the movie. No, I know, but I knew the movie for this Oh, one. that's right, you were going to tell me. That. <laughs> well, of course you knew the movie. It was on the cover of the... Yeah, but I remember this movie. Oh, you do? Yeah, I remember the song. Oh, okay. Awesome. And that, I mean, yeah, that jogged my memory, but yeah, I, yeah. I remember, I actually know this song. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Because I watched the Transformers movie when I was little. And so, I, I, when I was listening to, I didn't look at the album when I mm-hmm. when I sent it to the playlist and I was listening to it, I was like, I know this. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that in the theater in 1986. Really? Yeah. Damn. I didn't and, realize Transformers went back that far. Uh, the first line rolled out in like 83. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I th- I guess it's one of those things they just kept doing iterations of because there was it was still big when I was a kid. Yeah, and yeah. then they did like a like a three D animated series where there were animals, mm-hmm. and then they obviously the Transformers movies with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, Michael and Bay ruined Megan Fuchs. Yeah, that first one's actually good. No, it's terrible. No, the first one's okay, and then it gets real bad real quick. Only because it was hard to really keep up with what was going on. Yeah, but they, I mean, they had some serious talent in that movie. Yeah. Stanley Tucci, wait, no, he wasn't in that one. Yeah, he was in that one. Not the not the first one. No, it was, uh, what's his name? Um, played Jesus in The Big Lebowski. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember that part. He's been in like part. 500 other movies, and that's the only one I can yeah, think of. Yeah, he, uh, he was, he was, uh, he was, the, he was in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. Yeah. John Turturro. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of, uh. Not Mystic River. What's the one he's in? It's like the mob movie. Anyway. Anyway, anyway back back to 1986. So those of you who haven't seen this movie, and, and maybe you remember this, 
that movie was so full of like of hard and I'm air quoting hard rock and music. Well, there was like ba- Starscream would fly in and they'd be like, Wee-oh. there was barely a time when there wasn't like rock and roll yeah, music yeah, in the just, background of that movie. There's so much action. It was, I mean, it was great. I mean, this was, you know, I was 10 years old when, when I saw this in the theater. Yeah. And I remember my buddy got the Boy, soundtrack. Well all rest in peace. Anyway. Yeah. That'd be a great song for that movie. Yeah. But it was, and this song, and, and this song came on in the movie. And this is another thing about this movie. This was a it was a PG rated animated movie for children, which is good because they're it's perfect because they're mechanical robots and can't bleed, so you can avoid the PG thirteen. But um, within off. the first ten minutes of the movie, five major characters that you grew up with are brutally murdered to this song, and it just gets worse. This was so violent. Mm-hmm. And these are characters that, you know, I had some of those toys and I'm like, well, I guess I can't play with this guy anymore. Yeah, right. He got his head blown off. <laughs> yeah. or It was, and, and and I was at an age where I, could, I understood and it didn't like, there were kids that were like crying in the theater. <laughs> it didn't bother me. I was like acclimated to it. And I, also it was a cartoon. Yeah, I knew it wasn't. too much metal. Yeah. Well, at that point I was already listening to metal. Yeah, yeah. That's what so, I'm saying. You were, you were the only desensitized one. Yeah. Like, I, was I like, just can't wait to go home and cut myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go home and smash them. You're like in the theater with a trench coat on. Like, <laughs> it's either going to be suicide or school shooting. But Just twitching. In fact, this they, they had, um, because at that time, Transformers and G.I. Joe were the two big yeah. animated cartoon toy lines and everything. And they had made a G.I. Starscream and Snake Eyes. And Starscream dies brutally. Yeah, yeah. But um, That's what he gets for trying to overthrow... Megatron. Megatron came back. Starscream was always such a little bitch about that. <laughs> yeah, they should. I want, I want to be in charge. <laughs> they should have toughened him up, but yeah. he got his. I mean, he's a badass, but still, he's just like, I want to make the shit. <laughs> Even Optimus Prime dies. Yeah. After getting after a that brutal... was later in the movie though. Oh, right? That was early in the movie. Was it? Yeah. I didn't think they killed him off that quick. Yeah, yeah, that was the thing. It's I like, mean, it's it's been a long time since oh, I saw that movie. I've probably seen that movie a hundred times. Really? I have it on DVD. So no shit. Yeah, we should watch Patreon. We should watch it. We'll oh yeah, about, yeah. But um, but yeah, he dies in the first thirty minutes. Mm. Like they pretty much. I think I remember that. They I, pretty much I re- wiped out yeah. the first year of the toy line. Yeah. In the beginning of the movie, <laughs> I like it. Nineteen eighties. All the the producers and writers are in a room, just coked to the gills. It's like we gotta kill fucking everybody. Well, apparently, we need to launch a new toy line. What they said was, any character that's not in production anymore, you can kill them. And that was, and they took it and ran with it. They did, but that, that was made back it... before people thought about like reboots. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah, and you know, like okay, we have this line of Optimus Prime. We'll reboot it, and now he'll be. A blue semi truck or whatever, mm-hmm. you know that like that was before, like back when I feel like every, or let's just say most artistic areas still had integrity, mm-hmm. which I feel like now very few do, especially movie making and children's cartoons. Right, like there's no integrity, like, and there's no like you wouldn't have been able to make that movie now. No, I mean. Oh, he's, yeah. Did, did you, he hurt his feelings. You can't even keep score in kids' games. But when I was 10 Hang years on, old... Let me go on a t- tirade about, about participation trophies real quick. No, I'm just, I'm just going to take a... Oh, no. I'm just going to take a nap. I'm going to take but, a Jaeger nap. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, but it was like... you know, And most kids my age at that... We we didn't like... We weren't like freaked out about it. We loved the movie. 
We wanted to watch it multiple times. Yeah, your favorite character got brutally killed by the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, where? You, you still have the toy yeah, at home. Tough ship, kid. Grow up. Yeah. I mean, so it didn't bother <laughs> us. Whole, it's like the Kevin Hart joke. You're going to learn today. <laughs> You're going to learn today about sentimental values of things you like. But anyway, which I don't know if I saw the movie with my grandma. I think she slept through the whole movie. Cause, oh, yeah. Cause it, she took a Jaeger nap. She probably did. I mean, I would have slept through it. a little it. flask in her purse. <laughs> but, but yeah, but I still love that movie. I still love that soundtrack. Weird Al Yankovic was on that soundtrack. What yeah, song? Dare to be Stupid. No shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, I like how I got excited like that, like a kid in an 80s commercial. <laughs> wow. But well, it, that, it, that actually is legitimately exciting for uh, me. I, I'm excited. I might actually have to listen to that soundtrack when I go. Dude, home. we gotta, we gotta, we gotta watch that that movie. We do. It's been so long. It is, and it's, it's uh, with me now. It's it's probably 90 percent nostalgia. Yeah, sure. I mean, this movie is not Oscar bait by any means. Yeah, I mean, that's what Target and Walmart base their entire profit margins off nowadays is just selling us stuff from our childhood. Yeah, just it's just nostalgia boners for the the recent dads. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the soundtrack is awesome. I mean, there there are no the, the songs now. Some of the instrumental stuff is Vince DiCola did it. He did a lot of mm-hmm. like stuff for like the Rocky movies, and mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's interesting. He used a lot of synthesizers. He was like the composer. Yeah, yeah. When like we were talking about a new modern thing back then, synthesizers were the modern thing. Well, more coming into their own because yeah, there's yeah, yeah. there are like real advancements in them. Because mm-hmm. like in the 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 late '60s, you had or like early '70s, you essentially had Moog on the East Coast and like mm-hmm. Bukla on mm-hmm. the West Coast, and then a couple others. But then you know, Yamaha gets in the game and. Companies like like everybody started making synthesizers, and in the '80s they really took off. Mm-hmm. And he used a lot of those. And then the rest of it was, you know, hard rock bands that no one had ever heard of and never heard from since. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was like such a hard rocking soundtrack. I mean, I was 10. Well, and it's back when they had fucking cool music and yeah. stuff. I mean, and like you could have, like, I, Megadeth was in like a Mighty Ducks cartoon at one point. Dark, yeah, that was, uh, it was, uh, Darkwing Duck, not Darkwing Duck. It was no, no, no. It was it was the Mighty Ducks. The but they were the not not what you're thinking of. It was an animated series about the Mighty Ducks who were ducks. Yeah, yeah. They, they played uh, back in the day. That song back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've, I've seen that clip. I don't know. Dave which... Mustaine like kills the alien ra- the invaders mm-hmm. with like his guitar and shit. Yeah, I don't know. What, yeah, you're 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 right. I, I didn't know. I knew there was a duck involved. Yeah. Um, there might be something we're not thinking because. But I've just seen that one clip of them playing. Yeah. So. I think it was in the Mighty Ducks. All right. It was something. It was a duck. But it was a cartoon. Yeah, like said, I, I've seen that one. Duck. It was a duck. It was Howard the Duck. Another mm-hmm. movie we need to mm-hmm. sit down and watch. It's Donald the Duck. Donald the Duck. Donald the Duck Duck. Duck Duck. Donald the yeah. Duck Duck Goose. Donald. But anyway. Duck 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 Goose. Episode. I like this it. Really I'm, is. I'm, so, I'm, I'm glad we did those rails when we came in. I am evil. <laughs> I am evil chaotic today. But but listen to this, and, and I'll let you actually speak yeah, in a minute. Yeah, I'm sorry. But listen to the song. I can still see that part of the movie yeah. during this song. And it's such an evil sounding song. Yeah. It's like, ah! You yeah. know, then it's this like. Is probably my favorite of the three, not just for nostalgia value, because mm-hmm. I really can't remember the movie. Yeah. Uh, it's just such a brutal song. But I'm going to have it. It just sounds good. And I, it's kind of cool because I, I hear a lot of like me- metal influencing mm-hmm. stuff in this song. Yeah. So influenced by metal and probably influencing some metal to come, which is kind of cool. Yeah, because this is still early 
in like you know I'm sure the song the song I think was recorded in like '85, mm-hmm. then the movie came out '86. And this is the only thing that the band did. I can't find anything about NRG. Really? Unless maybe they be, like there was another band. I wonder if it was a studio hired band. It could so have been. like the composer or the music supervisor can hire musicians to come mm-hmm. into play mm-hmm. score. I mean, obviously do they do it with orchestras all the time, but mm-hmm. uh, there's there's been some instances where they'll just like take session musicians to come in and record stuff. And so just give that, them a name. That could have yeah, that could have been this. Because you need a soundtrack, so you still you need yeah. something to work. So, oh, it's these guys that played on the Transformers album. We'll call them NR, NR, NRG, Energy. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds cool. Yeah, or we'll call this band Starscream because yeah. we can, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Little little quick fact, a little piece of trivia. Uh, on that soundtrack, there's a song called "The Touch." <clears throat> You've got the touch. It was kind of like the theme to uh, like the the heroes in that movie. You'll have, we'll listen to it, and it'll make more it sense to you. sound like much heroes to me. <laughs> well, obviously this movie came out in 1986. In the movie Boogie... Back when you could touch. In the, in the, in the movie Boogie Nights, Mark <laughs> Wahlberg's character records this song. Dirk Diggler. Yeah, Dirk Diggler records this song. The Touch. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the people... that the, Stan Bush, who wrote and recorded the song, he was like, I had no idea they used my song in this movie. Huh. <laughs> Yeah, it's, what a weird, random song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For uh, who was it that did uh, uh, that movie? Um, Boogie Nights. Yeah. Um, Mark Wahlberg. No, the 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 filmmaker. Uh, oh. Uh, Anderson. No, what Wes Anderson? Uh, Paul Anderson. Paul Paul Mooney. I don't. Know. <laughs> Wildly different people. Here. Um, Paul. Uh, Paul Anderson. Paul Anderson. Was it Paul Anderson? That... I don't know. I think he did like, he did like the, uh, the X-Men. It was the same, <laughs> it was the same guy that did Magnolia and did those other. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Oh, I said that first and you looked at me like I'd lost. Paul Thomas Anderson. There's too many. So it was Paul Anderson. Yeah. I was just saying it wrong. Wes Anderson, I think does the weird stuff. Yeah, he does like the, the Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. Um, uh, the Aquatic Life with with yeah, uh, yeah, Steve yeah. Was, was Sue, whatever it was called, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. Fabulous Mr. Fox or Fantastic Mr. Fox. You know, oddly it. enough, on our honeymoon, we watched Magnolia and the Royal Tenenbaums. We had like a. I love the Royal Tenenbaums. I love that's that such movie. a good movie. It's when they really good. like, I, I love when this is the dad Gene Hackman. Yeah, they're like. He and uh, um, Ben Stiller's kids are getting in like BB gun fights. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? I like, like that kind of storytelling in a movie. Well, and I like the like the, again a great uh, soundtrack yeah. to a movie. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're running around New York City with me and Julio playing. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that's I should that's one of my favorite musicians, Paul Simon. He he uh, had a lot of good stuff. I love Paul Simon. Mm-hmm. Fuck Simon and Garfunkel. So I saw this meme. Remember that album? And it's like Paul Simon and then the like silhouette of uh, uh, Garfunkel. Garfunkel behind him. I'm trying to think of his first name. Art. Art Garfunkel behind him. It was like if you cover Paul Simon's face with your thumb, it looks like uh, it looks like Art Garfunkel has a giant Cossack mustache, <laughs> and it does. <laughs> it was pretty cool. But anyway, back on. You talk about the song. If you liked it, instruments of destruction. Yeah, it was nostalgic for me because I, <laughs> I rem- like I said, it it spawned a memory in me because mm-hmm. I think I think sound and smell are two very underrated 
senses in terms of memory recovery. Mm-hmm. Like I'll smell a chemical every once in a while, and I'm immediately back in middle school because that's what they used to clean the entire middle school with mm-hmm. from us filthy animals. So, and then music's a big one for me. When I hear mm-hmm. something, I'm like, I've I've heard this before, mm-hmm. or something really similar. Like I recognize the chord progression mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or the uh, the melody. So it was cool to kind of, and this was, like I said, it was my favorite one. And I would say it was like the least 80s in a box out of the three. Yeah. Still very 80s sounding, but this could have been early 90s even. Yeah. Like it's, uh, it's got a lot of 80s tropes, but it's, it's cool. It's the most enjoyable song for me. Mm, yeah. And it's, like you said, it's kind of. Kind of grittier. It is gritty like for a side. kid's movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like this is a like I, I can't that's stress a enough. Cool time. Yeah, you know? that was a cool time. Like you kids now have no idea with your whatever you kids are doing now with your internets and your smartphones and your mm-hmm. your vanilla uh, movies and sports and TV. And your helmets you wear to bed. Yeah. Oh wait, stupid. That's me. Your child seats you have until you're literally driving 35 yeah i mean my god this was can i get a car seat that i can lower i can't reach the pedals <laughs> but we had movie movies cartoon movies that were violent but and we didn't like we didn't need counseling afterwards well and here's something to be said and i really really like a lot of the sentiments about nowadays where people are genuinely trying to make the world a nicer place. Mm-hmm. I think it comes from a good place, but I think it has I think it has some negative consequences that nobody likes to talk about. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that the way we grew up is the perfect way to grow up. I had a I think but I think some kids need something that kind of pushes them into adulthood before maybe they're ready for it because that's your life mm-hmm. is regardless of when it happens, you're going to lose your childhood. Mm-hmm. And I think people are trying to avoid that. And I get it. I want kids to have a childhood. I My childhood was ruined when I was 11. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go too far into it, but I had horrible incidents occur at school. Mm-hmm. And I lost my childhood, and I was never the same. Mm-hmm. And I think there's kids that need to have that happen to them. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm going to make it big as an artist one day. But if I do, a reason for that is because because I lost my childhood early. Yeah. And so you have pain, you have suffering, mm-hmm. and that's what art is. Like nobody wants to listen to your songs about everything's great, I'm doing just fine. Uh, here's all the reasons why. Yeah, life happens. <laughs> I, I'm financially stable. I have a loving family, and you know it just doesn't work like that. Mm-mm. And by the by the by, I feel like we're restricting these kids nowadays. We're really sheltering them from things that are just out there, and that they're going to like, happen. You're 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 raising soft people. Yeah. And by the time they get to college, they're going to be uninteresting, which I think is the biggest crime of all. It's like, yeah, yeah, like you're saving them from a lot of horrible, horrible things, but they're not interesting. Yeah. And the thing that that's weird to me is like all my favorite people and all my favorite artists have had horrible things happen to them. Yeah, and that's what's... And they're interesting people. Yeah. I would not be doing a podcast with a kid that had a stable life until he got to college and then just had a full ride and a great time. And right, right. Maybe a couple of risque nights at a par- at a frat house. It's like, you're not interesting, dude. Yeah, that's boring. You know what's going to have to happen is you're going to have to be like beaten to within an inch, of, an inch of your life on the street of New York for me to have any, <laughs> yeah. for any, any reason to talk to you. Yeah, because like, you're just 
And by like, the way, you... a song is coming up here in a couple of weeks, probably five weeks, uh, where a TikTok star's sister sings about how she doesn't. Sometimes she doesn't want to be happy. Oh, and the can, whole music, the whole music video is her singing about how she doesn't want to be happy as you she walks around her her Beverly Hills mansion. Oh well, and it is one of the most tone deaf songs I've ever heard, and it came out during the pandemic, of course, when people are losing their lives. <laughs> and you know what? The rich have never looked more delicious. So mm, and we're going. That's to a big them. tirade for a Transformers movie song, but. I know. I was like, we really went, and you know, and and I'm were, doing three podcasts today. I don't give a fuck. I'm talking till my face falls. Let's off. do it. And you were talking about when I was about eleven is when I felt like something, and and it's nothing I can talk about. It's something like you know, two days before my eleventh. You birthday, felt up your priest. <laughs> no, two days before my eleventh birthday, my grandfather passed away. Oh. It was the first time I'd ever experienced death like that. Mm-hmm. Two days before I turned eleven. Now I know he didn't plan it that way. It was sudden. He was like, he's like, he's like, <laughs> now. <laughs> no, he was. He, he had a he had a massive aneurysm. But Those it scare was, the shit out of me, by the way. Yeah, but Just anytime, anywhere, for no reason. But so you know, here I am on my eleventh birthday. Yesterday, I went to my grandfather's funeral and got to go to my. That quick. He died two days before. They made sure they did not want the funeral to be my birthday. So they, they, they didn't did. wait till after. <laughs> It didn't matter. No, I, mean, I know like, you would have been sad either way, yeah. but that was a, that's how timing works. That was a first dose of... And this is why you're fucking interesting. This is how life is. Yeah. Imagine if like nobody yeah. told you that your grandpa was dead. Yeah. It's like, and then you just find out... Like, like, maybe a week after week my birthday. after, you're like, where's grandpa? And they're like, oh, he died. We just didn't tell you. Yeah. No, it was... We didn't want to ruin your... We didn't want to ruin your birthday. Your but I mean, it didn't, and it didn't ruin my I childhood. See, I want to see the picture of that cake. Yeah. So many tears. It was a weird. Nobody birthday. wanted to eat it. It was. Like, it was weird, but it was. I mean, you couldn't help it. He didn't got plan one it that cake way. It's like happy birthday, Jonathan. The other one's like, sorry about your granddad. I mean, it was basically like we had. Um, he died on uh, the thirteenth. We had the funeral on the fourteenth, and a the quick extended turnaround. extended wake. Well, I don't know what it was called. We weren't. We're not Catholic, but then extended visitation at my grandmother's house on on my birthday. You call it pagan worship, is what you call it. Well, we had we did. There was a goat. No, but <laughs> so you know we're still going through the process, and it's my birthday. It's mm-hmm. my eleventh birthday. Mm-hmm. What was yeah? What was really weird is they had already bought me my birthday present, so I got a birthday present from. What was it? It it was a jean jacket. I remember. <laughs> I do. I remember it was a jean jacket. I love jean jackets. Then. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. Good but, on you. <laughs> well, it's it, weird that you it, still it have the it, same one, <laughs> and it's but, weird. It's weirder that you have a Montley Crew patch on it still. <laughs> well, especially you know. after those every album after the third one. <laughs> but anyway, Cut back back on, on on happier terms. But but yeah, but I mean, that was a dose of okay. This is this is it's real reality, life, yeah, and there's yeah, nothing yeah. we can do about this. Yeah, and it didn't ruin my life. You know, it just I I, I, I understood. Yeah, these these things happen, and it's like well, you know. It didn't just happen to me though. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, my grandmother had been married almost fifty years. Yeah. You know, I'd only known him for almost eleven years. So you know, it affects <laughs> two days short. Two days, two days short. short. But but you know, <laughs> but you know, it affects you know my 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 dad and my aunt lost their father. You know, so yeah. it affected more people a lot 
closer than an effect to me. So you have to step back and go, okay, this hurts me, but look at look at how it hurts. Sure. Other people. And yeah. that's that's also what life is. Well, and look at it this way. Like, so just take kids nowadays and you do your best to just keep them from the horrors of the world. It, it doesn't matter if it's something close to home that you don't, oh, thank God they didn't get called retard in school one time or whatever. Like, but here's the thing. Life comes at you. Mm-hmm. Based on this past year, I don't care how sheltered your kid was. <laughs> this was fucked up. Mm-hmm. And because you didn't expose them to enough hardship and obviously do it gradually or they're going to end up real fucked up Mm -hmm. but like life comes at you anyway and there's no amount of sheltering you can do that protects them from something that can affect the whole world so and you could tell something to think about and yeah yeah i i agree with the sentiment of like anti-bullying campaigns yeah that sucks when kids get bullied but you know what it makes tough kids and then people realize kids it's an important lesson to realize oh this bully has a harder life than i do and he's a big fat pussy yeah and but you also you need you need sympathy for that child because something fucked up's happening at home yeah but you also need to teach a kid how to beat the shit out of that kid yeah. And the circle of life. That's what fucking Lion King taught us, man. Punch him and in now the we face. Can, now we can't kill off main characters before the first hour and a half mark. I know. That's stupid. Yeah. You could you could kind of tell who was raised and learned, like we were just saying, during this pandemic of the people who, like, I didn't freak out during the during the, the pandemic. I was like, okay, this is... Well, you're, you're always ready for death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I saw so many come people. On. <laughs> come on! I was like, I saw so many people that would post on, and are still posting on like social media about, you know, how freaked out they are and all this stuff. It's like, y- you got a vacation. The government's throwing money at you. My two favorite people are the, the, the people that walk around outside with mask away mm. from everybody, <laughs> and the person <laughs> driving alone in their car with a mask on. <laughs> I love that. It's like, do you, what do you think? What? what do you, where are you getting your info from? <laughs> like the left wing version of Alex Jones, like the, the virus can come through your your H H HEPA filter. It's coming through. It's going to get you. If somebody sneezes a hundred yards away from you, and that wind's blowing just right, it's gonna kill you. You got coronavirus. All right, back to the so thumbs up so we can move on. I'm I'm really I love this song. I I'm really it. trying yeah, to like to I was song. trying to stall before we get to this next one, but I guess it's too it's late. It comes for you either way. Set us up. So I'll I'll get to the reveal of how I found these songs together for the next song. But this song I wanted to do. So she has a couple of songs, and her name is. Please remind me. Gold, uh, Allison Gold. Allison Gold. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. She has a song on YouTube, as Rebecca Black did, but Rebecca Black's Friday is on Spotify. This girl's YouTube uh, video was, the song was not on Spotify, called Chinese Food, and it's horrible, and it's offensive, and it's awesome, and I wasn't able to get it because it's not on Spotify, Mm -hmm. so I went with this song called A, B, C, D, E, F, G, but yeah, Allison Gold. Allison Gold. And I don't know if this was the same. For, is Chinese food on there? I, I could only find two songs on. Yes, yeah, shush yeah. up and then A B C D E F G. Yeah, it was they her whatever her team was probably like. Yeah, we need to try to bury this Chinese food song because it is. It starts with a Chinese guy talking, 
That's, and then that's it's, never it's good. Her dancing with like a, a guy in a panda mascot outfit at one It's bad. It's real, real bad. It's just like, she's like, I'm a suburban white girl and I like Chinese food. So the song instead is A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And I know you're OCD. I don't have a lot of OCD, but did it bother you that she never completed the alphabet yes. in this song? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it did. There were a lot yes. of things that bothered me. Do go on. I'll, I'll put it over you right now. That This is terrible. This literally made... <laughs> Wait, Friday or this? Friday. <laughs> this made Friday sound like something. Uh, 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 wait, so <laughs> Friday, A B C D E F G, pump it up, Kim Kardashian, or what was it? Uh, turn it up, turn it up. Oh God, um, it's equal with with Kardashian. Okay, I mean this. It literally made Friday sound like something David Gilmore would have written and recorded in his heyday. This is how bad this this song had. I don't know what this song is about. And I know, like, at least Friday, you knew what it was about. And Chinese food, you know what it was about. Yeah, this song, I don't know what it's about, except that she knows half the alphabet. That's all it (laughs) 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 And at one point, she she sings uh, the scales, do, re, mi, fa, so, or she only sings some of them. Yeah, she didn't get all the way through. She didn't get all the way through those either. She gets to the perfect fifth, and she's like, "Ah, that's enough. I'm done. And then whoever was the guest star that sang on the end of the song. A stands for, oh, the rapper. <laughs> yeah, and he's talking about growing your fro, and he called there's, her Miss Daisy. Yeah, he's like, like this is kind of racist. I like to think that the guy was like, yeah, don't put my name on this. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? We're, we shifted gears in a weird way. This feeling is like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. Opie, I'm going to sing. I'm you gonna... got me thinking I will be on a one-way spree. Ooh, ooh, if you just see. Now I'm going That's to, the chorus, uh, and they read, sing it a lot. I'm going to read the racist part here, because I don't understand. Oh, let's try to do it at the same time. All right, let me, let me pull up my lyrics and not, yeah. Okay. Because this made no sense. You, you count it off. Let me find it. Okay. All right. Ready? One. Two, three. No, you got to do four. Do you not know how music works? Yeah, in my band, we got a three. You know I don't know how... Yeah, one... You, don't, you can't play in three, four time. Get the fuck out of here. What are you, hosier? <laughs> one, two, three, four. And, and you're, you're gonna, gonna take, take it slow. This is the way you grow your fro. Grow your fro. Can't say no. Because you you're think you're a, a pro. Whoa, she's, she's gonna, gonna tell you no. This is show is getting crazy. This, hang on, real quick. This is show is getting crazy. Yeah. I, I think, think she'll call you maybe, but you might just be shady. Can't mess with little Miss Daisy. Is that a driving Miss Daisy reference? Yeah. And this part was done by, a, obviously, a. Well, a, by the way, it was Mrs. Daisy. So. Oh, Mrs. Daisy. So can't have an interrelation, interracial relationship in 2012, apparently. <laughs> When, but, did, when did you come out? Yeah, when did this come out? And and when did you come out, girl? Two people wrote. <laughs> I gotta find that picture. I'm gonna send it. I'm just gonna send it to you. Two people wrote this song, and it wasn't Allison Gold. That means two people that do this for a living wrote this song. Jason Scardamalalia. Picture up here. Okay. And Patrice Wilson, you two need to be ashamed of yourselves. I hope you have lots of lots of caramel babies. I'm just gonna play a part of it. I'm not even worried about getting copyright stricken. 
This song makes me want to fuck. <laughs> this song sponsored by Autotune. This song, the song sponsored by by Sesame Street <laughs> <laughs> and the and the purple crayon. <laughs> but I hate this song. It was garbage. Uh, you know, it's so bad. It is it's terrible. So bad. I think the only thing that beats it is you got it. The third song this week. <laughs> well, at least, at least the third song when we get to it. It has a you good story. Can, no, 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 no. It has an interesting okay, okay. story. Okay, but that's a backstory. It's separate from the art. Just oh, because no, it oh, has, yeah. oh, just because no, it terrible. has an interesting. Ba- Allison Gold could have a really interesting backstory. This song is fucking garbage. And then, but you're not but, lying. But 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 <laughs> the instrumentation is okay. Everything's in time, and she's in key. I don't care if it's because of software. <laughs> 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 you are absolutely correct. So, let's... so would you recommend Allison no. Gold's Two uh, Thumbs Down? She should have called this song What I Read in My Alphabet Soup. It just happened to be in order. <laughs> she should have called this song Mommy and Daddy Did a Lot of LSD. And, uh, Mommy and Daddy should have wrapped it up. And why are you letting this guy call you Mrs. Daisy? That was weird. That's so that was, it was so yeah, racist. I mean, even for 10 years ago, pretty bad. Pretty, for pretty that, bad. for thirty years ago, that pretty was racist. Bad. Pretty bad. I'm gonna do this part where somebody talks about growing their fro, and they call me Mrs. Daisy. So let's get some black guy to sing it. Yeah. <coughs> Hang on, but, but just but, but, uh, I don't feel like taking a pause, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go pee real quick, and you just you just try to insult Allison Gold as much as you can. <coughs> Sorry, I had a little scratch. Three, two, two one, one, four, go. What am I doing? Just insulting. <coughs> um, she's terrible. Allison Gold is terrible. Her parents should be ashamed. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't. I don't have anything. We'll cut this out. I ran out of stuff. But anyway, we're still rolling. Doesn't Back matter. to the next song by Allison Golden Chains. <laughs> Allison and Gold Chains. Oh, Allison and Gold Chains. <laughs> All right, so we're moving to the last song that I gave you. Cough it out. Just get it. I'm done. It was a little, I'm, I'm getting my summer. I'm going to do some sweet raps while you just, just cough it out real quick. I don't have anything yeah, to cough out. <laughs> driving Miss Daisy. Yeah, we really going crazy. And this is super tone deaf. With with Wait. regards to interracial equality, <laughs> and I'm the I'm the, gonna make her have my babies, and they're good. It's gonna be like those kids in To Kill a Mockingbird, not the main kids you're thinking of. The kids hanging outside the courthouse. Yeah, check the record. I'm gonna bust a cap in your ass. Go ahead. Sorry. That was better than anything Allison Gold has done. So, because I've read <coughs> two books, To Kill a Mockingbird and The Far Side <laughs> Calendar. <laughs> we all had The Far Side Calendar. Yeah. Last song I gave you 
it was it was 1989, so it was the end of the 80s. Thank God, because they needed to go away. Extreme, play with me. From I, I like the song. I like that sentence. <laughs> Excuse Extreme me. play with me. <laughs> it's from the soundtrack, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Okay, yeah. It was yeah, also yeah. released on Extreme. Thought it sounded familiar. First album, also. So, but um, I like I like Extreme a lot. Um, unfortunately, when their first album came out, they were they were kind of marketed as a hair metal band, mm. which they're really not. Yeah, they're a little grittier than that. Yeah, their second album, Pornograffiti, is <laughs> is yeah. It, well, it's, they're like, no, we're not hair metal. <laughs> no, it's a it's a concept album. It's actually really good. Their guitar player Nuno Betancourt is a really good guitar player, amazing guy. Um, I always felt like Extreme was more um, uh, akin to like Van Halen, mm-hmm. that kind of mm-hmm. you know. Um, which oddly enough, the lead singer of Extreme was Van Halen's lead singer for one album. Gary Sharon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hit me with some facts. Hard facts. But uh, yeah, play with like, me. I was like, David Lee Roth? What the fuck? Yeah. After, when Sammy Hagar left, and they made that one album, Van Halen and then 3. And fucking came back, Jesus. Yeah, well, they all came back. Yeah. I, I watched this whole <laughs> except video. Except Eddie. Eddie's not coming this back. This whole video that was like, just the members of Van Halen hating on each other. Yeah. <laughs> There's like this thing that was like, Everybody in Van Halen hates everybody in mm-hmm. Van Halen. Roth said they always. They're hated worse each other. than like Deep Purple. Yeah, like the, every single member hated every single member. And Deep Purple, if they go on long enough, everyone who's ever played an instrument will have been in Deep Purple. Yeah, yeah. Well, and like those, those this is Deep Purple Mark those, Six Version Three. Those British bands, especially. British prog rock bands were mm-hmm. super incestuous, like all the same members yeah. in all the different mm-hmm. bands. So, but anyway, that was, that was a thing in England. So, play with me. It, it has a it, the, the lyrics are silly, but there's I think they wrote the lyrics just because they wanted something to put around Nuno's soloing at the end. Sure, and I would say. This song was a contender for number one for sure because I mm-hmm. really like the instrumentation. Mm-hmm. I don't like the the repetitious games being named off. Like I don't, I don't <coughs> like stuff like that. Really, I don't like when there's like a metaphor and then it's just content. Like let's just name as many games as mm-hmm. we can think of: pickup sticks and blackjack. And uh, the only song that I've listened to that I like that kind of does that is REM's uh, "Man on the there. Moon." That's the only oh, one. man on the moon! I also thought you yeah. were going to say um, the "Itsy in the World" as you know, as we know it. I love that song. That's such a good song. Okay, but anyway, I love. I, like I, I think I think I, I don't like that song because I've heard it a million times. Well, yeah, I mean, and th- was that one that got beaten to death on the radio? Yeah, and everybody yeah. mumbles through it until they hear Leonard Bernstein. Yeah. I was actually when I was still in a band before my bandmates kicked me out for sucking a guitar. Uh, <laughs> we had that joke earlier. Yeah. Uh we I was going to do a version of It's the end of the world as we know it and that that part I was going to say Jeffrey Epstein. Ah, <laughs> nice. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, yeah, I think I think The other night I dreamt of nice, the other night I of fine. Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was like, "Oh yeah, I got to change the the rhyming word to something that rhymes with Steen instead of Stein." Oh yeah. Or I could have done Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. But then everybody would be like, the banker? 
No, the guy who fucks kids. <laughs> the guy who didn't kill himself. But I think talking like a, about being becoming an adult too early. Yeah. But yeah, I think the lyrics were a, a major afterthought just to yeah. put something in for the instrumentation. This song plays during the uh and I don't know if you how familiar you are with Excellent Adventure. But when when they bring all the historical figures to the mall, yeah. And they start yeah. running around doing chaotic stuff. That's uh, it's that's like when the, the song the montage plays. Yeah. Cut, yeah. That's this song, but they cut out a lot of the lyrics and just kept the instrumentation in the movie unfortunately the only exposure i had to this movie when i would go over to people's house to buy weed and they were watching it i love so, this movie so i would watch it a little for a little bit and then leave i like the bill and ted now at now trilogy but um i like the bill and ted movies oh yeah they made a one last year one. yeah and keanu reeves didn't kill anybody in it no, he didn't which is that you unfortunate know. well he killed enough people and john wick and two john and three yeah such a high body count yeah i haven't seen three yet so just Zip. I haven't either. I heard it wasn't as good as two. <gasps> Patreon. We'll watch John Wick 3. Yay. And Transformers and uh Uh the s- first the first music that we gotta watch though for sure is uh Louder Than Noise. What is it? Loud Louder Than Loud? Metallica's documentary. Through the Never? No, 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 no. The the recent one. They hey Siri. Damn it. Yeah, it, it's on Netflix. It's like called like louder than noise or oh I didn't know that hanging with boys. <laughs> it's the one where hanging with the, Mr. It's Hetfield? the one that got internet popular because it's uh, Kirk Hammett trying to learn the rhythm guitar part and he just can't do it and then Lars like ends up leaving. You've seen that video? Some kind of monster. Is that it? That was one from O three. Maybe it's that. Okay, that's some Metallica documentary on Netflix. Yeah, that's it. oh yeah they had an album come out recently. Yeah, what was that called again? Hardwired to self-destruct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. I don't know why I thought the the some kind of monster was, was. I don't know why I thought that was around. Then. No, it was when they were recording Saint Anger. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be fun. It's yeah, also let me make sure. I, yeah, I yeah, I make sure right. that's also the, one of the good clips from, from that is they brought uh, during their counseling. They brought Dave Mustaine in, <laughs> so that it was just Lars, and so that Lars and Dave could hash it out. What an asshole. He did that to the band? Who? No, Lars. Like, Lars brought him into a... S- just for to- them to sit down, but it was just Oh, just Lars. the two of them. It was oh, just okay, two. Okay. Even James Hetfield wasn't there, which... Okay, okay. Dave okay. called him out on that. I'll give Dave props on that. But Dave came back, but he had stated on the Megadeth um, website that they he did that. They called him in on it. was his Dave Mustaine's 40th birthday, and that's how he spent his 40th birthday. <sighs> Why did he do that? Because he wanted to... He just likes drama. Yes, he does. So that was just... Um, kinda... Yeah, some kind of monster. Oh, and then there's Through the Through the Never. Uh, it's more know. of a concert film. It's really good, too. Oh, that's... A, okay. But yeah, we'll, we'll watch uh, yeah, some all kind I remember, of monster. I've seen some clips of it, and like there's one where like Robert Trujillo's playing like flamenco-style stuff, and... Mm-hmm. James Hadfield's like kind of kind of into it, and he's like, oh, that's really cool, and then Kirk Hammett walks in, and he's like, I don't like it. <laughs> Well, no one cares about Kirk Hammett. <laughs> you really don't like him. He's he doesn't have any talent. I'm sorry. I'm sure he's a nice guy. He goes like. <laughs> anyway, so we were going somewhere. Okay, yeah. Well, well, I want to kind of blow through. I want to blow through. Uh, play with me, so we can get to this last one. Because. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Um, it's a fun song. 
Yeah, I just I don't I don't like when songs do that. Well, they they extreme know, got know. better. Uh, they got better. No, well, I don't believe you. But anyway, yeah. After that guy fucked off to go sing in Van Halen, they got better. No, they broke up, and that's why. And he then was... he came back to extreme. Yeah, well, they broke up. Extreme broke up, so he was free to go do whatever he wanted to do. And then they got back together. Yeah, they got back together. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then made made lots of money, and they they. They yeah. retired happy and uh, everybody live good. Uh-huh. It's the Mayan calendar. Don't shake it. Might cause an earthquake in San Bernardino. Well. I thought you caused an earthquake in San Bernardino. Nah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna pull up some info. Okay. You set up this, so this this song. Okay, so now I'll reveal how I came about this list. So I knew that I wanted to do Rebecca Black's Friday mm-hmm. because I knew that that was part of can, the the pantheon of worst songs of all time. Yeah. So I started with that, and then I typed in some uh, some Google searches to try to find other songs that are in contention. And I uh, happened upon a YouTube video. Shout out to Shred. Put his link here. Uh, he had a video with Rebecca Black's Friday on it. And then another, the other song I was looking for, Allison Gold's Chinese Food, Mm-hmm. So because he had those two, I was like, okay, I respect whatever this guy's going to pitch next. And those yeah. were the first two. And it's the, uh, the, what is the, how do you say their name? The tra- the Shags. The Shags. Um, the Shags, Philosophy of the World. And surprisingly, <coughs> I think this is the worst song out of the three by a lot for the reasons previously stated. This song is not in time. This song is not in key. This song is this. You know what this song reminds me of? You're gonna give the backstory. Can I guess the backstory to the song? Because I haven't looked it up. I don't. Know. I Go think ahead. this is what it sounds like. This sounds like three people wanted to start a band. Mm-hmm. One of them had a friend that I mean, even back in the day, had potentially like a home recording setup or ends at a recording label. The, one of these people was like, "Oh, I have a band." They were yet to have more than like a first practice. This person informed the other bandmates, hey, we've got a recording session. So we're like, go learn your instruments and we'll make a song in the studio. Mm -hmm. They never practiced together. Each of them figured out how to do one thing on an instrument. Mm -hmm. And whoever's singing, like practice with their guitar, singing this. And then everybody else just tried to fill in around it with things that they had practiced once. Mm-hmm. How close am I? You are very close. The ba- I swear I did not look up yeah. anything about and this band. I, 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 when you when you pitched the song to me, I didn't realize what it was until I listened to it and I'd watched. And and I think I'm correct. Uh, there's a guy who does um, a really good uh, YouTube channel. His name is called uh, Todd in the Shadows. And I will I'll do a shout out to Todd in the Shadows. And I believe this was one of the albums that he uh, kind of did a, a little video on he does like kind of like deep divey stuff yeah it's called train records Ooh. it's all his little show yeah where he deep dives into an album that didn't go so well i like it and the shags recorded an entire album called um the philosophy of the world or whatever yeah oh so this was the title track this was the title track that's not good <laughs> they released one of the songs and i remember this they released a single called my pal foot foot that, that's a song. I've never wanted to beat up women so bad. <laughs> they're all they're all siblings. They're all sisters. Yeah. 
And I, I'll, you know what? I'll make it fair. I'll fight all three at the same time. Well, they're old ladies now. Yeah. Um, this band came about because their father, his mother had had a vision. How, how close to Manson are we getting here? <laughs> getting pretty close. Okay. Let me guess, that, California. <laughs> that, yeah. Okay, that her yeah. son would marry a redheaded woman and his his children would be famous or something along that. I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of paraphrasing because it's really ridiculous. So when his daughters were of a certain age, he pulled them out of school and they were basically, he created a, a rock and roll band out of them. Like the, the carpenters or the... Yeah, but those people knew how to play their instruments. Right. These women can't play. No. He still thought because of his mother's vision that they were going to be famous because his mother had a vision. You know what's kind of fucked? They kind of are. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Kurt Cobain, who I don't like anyway, said that this album was one of his five favorite albums, which explains a lot. Did he really? He did. It's quoted on the internet. Oh, my God. Well, Wikipedia, that could be wrong. Well, I also I heard that, heard on documentary too. Oh, okay. These guys, yeah. They, oh no, they're from New Hampshire. The band. Yeah, the Shags. It's Helen, Betty, and Dorothy Wiggins. They were managed like, by their father, like, like Ralph or Wiggins. Simpsons. Yeah, they were managed by their father, Austin Wiggin Jr. Oh, Wiggin. And they had another sister that was sometimes sing with them. This uh, they were formed in 1968. Mm. But yeah. Um, yeah, good, but, it was a good year. Yeah, well, that's when you know Hendrix's second or third MLK album came got out. shot. And, oh yeah, and Robert Bobby Kennedy, Kennedy, got, Bobby shot, Kennedy got shot. Got shot. And the the Chicago the trial of the Chicago, uh, Chicago Eight. Mm-hmm. And seven. Uh, oh, that, that actually the album came out in uh, 1969. That was a better year. Woodstock and Bob Dylan played at Woodstock, and mm-hmm. he didn't. But, but yeah, this was um, they had, they released "My Pal Foot Foot" as a single. Philosophy of the world, which those lyrics are those the lyrics. Fat people want what the <coughs> skinny people well. got, and the sk- hey, that's this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they got famous. They got brought up on this podcast. Philosophy of the world. It's so bad. It's so that little bad. sports please car. Please listen to this song. It's so. Oh, bad. You, I want everyone to listen to this whole album because I, I need. No, to, please don't. Please don't. Just listen. I'm just, just. I'm just. You just. All right. First thirty seconds of the song, you'll get it. Who are parents? My pal, foot foot. <sighs> my companion. Foot foot. <laughs> I'm so happy when you're near. Things I wonder. Oh God! It sounds like a Robbie six string song. Six sweet thing. It's Halloween. I think the Misfits covered that. I'm joking. <laughs> How do I feel? What should I do? We have a savior. I feel like I got enough. I don't have to listen to the whole album. No. The, uh, but is, no. It, is this the worst song off the album? No, because I've is, heard some of the other songs. Is it just the most popular? out of? Is Because it's like the first song or Maybe something? Maybe because it's the first Cause song. I'm, I'm, I can't imagine that. Like, Why is <coughs> one of the... Deep cuts, not <laughs> one of the worst favorite. So I guess because it's the title track. And probably, like, yeah. That's probably why they do that. No, I mean, yeah, but you're right. No one in the band is 
has no, ever played an instrument. No, and they definitely don't. They're not playing the same song. No. I mean, it's like jank. It's like it reminds me of when you remember when you were little, and like maybe like your friend had like a, a toy guitar and a toy drum set. Oh yeah, and, and shout you, out to Rutledge, Rutledge Rayleigh. <laughs> and you guys would get in He's there and just there. like just start banging away and singing. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did it. Yeah. That's what it sounds. Yeah, we yeah, did yeah. it too. I think we did better <coughs> because probably. And this was the first day, my friend Rutledge. Got a, he got a drum set the day of our first practice, mm-hmm. but we kind of played in time. So, and I wasn't singing so at the time, so it was probably okay. Mm-hmm. We were probably like fourteen. Oh, I'm talking about when you were 15. like ten, and someone had a toy yeah, box pro- with yeah, toy yeah, yeah, instruments. Yeah. yeah, that's what this sounds like. It's horrible. It's pretty bad. The singing is horrible. It's pretty. No bad. one's in tune. No one's in time. No one's doing. I think they. I think they have a five count when they count off. <laughs> I don't know how much that and they did. They they don't they don't come in <laughs> on the count off. <laughs> I'm gonna give you guys a little as non copyright written. Yeah, is is famous for Robbie six strings that you don't understand. The two things that give me a bigger headache is when some somebody doesn't come in on their own count off, <laughs> and they don't end on the resolving chord. Yeah. Unless there's an intentional reason for it because <coughs> of like album transitions or to not end on the resolving note gives me such a goddamn headache. I need a lighter. I'll just use my phone. Can't quite find the beat. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> I'm not getting this video pulled for playing somebody, that song. Somebody <laughs> said, shout out to the shred because you were the inspiration behind this song being shout, pitched. Shout out to Todd but, in the Shadows for reviewing this and then and giving us the backstory. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, don't you don't have to put it here, but Rutledge really for the first drummer I played with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I cannot explain how bad this is. This is it's it's unlistenable. At, at least, least could, the other songs on this list, as stupid as they were, mm-hmm. were in time, in key, and the person had some familiarity with the art of singing. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think the Shags. I, I'm I'm in my head. I'm trying to figure out what was the producer doing in the you know behind the boards. What was was he was he drinking a lot? Uh, what producer listens to this and goes, "It's a good take." You just, you just <laughs> good job. You know what? The, so this song was probably like two or three, and then every song after it, he was just like first. He was like, "No, no, no, no." He's like, "Yeah, I gotta yeah, get out of good. here." Good, yeah, sound great, perfect. One take. I mean, I mean, for real, I I don't know how this gets made, and apparently this band was like quote. Polarizing. It's like who liked it? Yeah. Besides Kurt Crobane. Yeah. Well, I mean, he also liked Courtney Love. So you... Courtney, no brain. No, Kurt. Well, eventually, no yeah, brain. Kurt had no brain. Yeah. Eventually. Well, that's what I said. You said Courtney, no brain. No, you said Courtney. I said Kurt, no brain. Yeah, that's what I said. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I you thought you said. I said Courtney. I didn't. You said Courtney. Because uh-huh. you were talking about Courtney Love. Uh huh. I know, I was just... Courtney gives him no brain. Courtney loves heroin, nane, cocaine. I'm trying to run something. Smooth, yeah, good job. 
special for Ed. <laughs> yeah, this is this was one of Kurt Cobain's top five favorite albums. Well, I don't get. I mean, well, was he, he trying to be a troll? Well, he's he was a troll. Yeah, but you know, who cares about Kurt Cobain? Listen to my my live at Reading Festival. Oh, I hate my fans. Nah. Mm. Nah. I don't want to be a millionaire. I want an ugly wife who's addicted mm. to heroin. Mm. Oh, you got that one. <laughs> mm. I'll never be as good as the Pixies. Mm. Mm. Shout out to the Pixies. I love the Pixies. Mm. That's the reason why Nirvana's mm-hmm. Nirvana. Mm-hmm. They are. Apparently, when Nevermind was released, Kurt Cobain was living in his car when it when it hit number one. Oh. <laughs> I just hate another who... example, along with Jimi Hendrix, of somebody whose death benefited more than them being alive. Because yeah. I guarantee you, if Kurt Cobain <laughs> kept making music, I mean, he had, I mean, by like in utero, those songs are getting shitty. And what people don't realize is he broke up the band not long before he died. Yeah, he broke up the band, and I think Dave Grohl. I'm sorry, Dave Grohl did a lot better in life yeah. with Kurt Cobain being dead. Sure. Yeah, and I, I mean, pro, you know, it's sad. I, I see the people wearing those Nirvana shirts with the the smiley face with the X's over the eyes, and it's mm-hmm. like that graphic didn't exist at the time of Nirvana being famous. Mm-hmm. Was like that was a after market. Oh yeah, a lot thing. of that was. Yeah, but I mean, it's cool. I mean, I hope people listen to Nirvana and are like. Meh, I'd rather listen to the Pixies, but <laughs> and I think Nirvana. I don't. Has... I don't hate Nirvana. I just hate most of the music they recorded. I just hate. But Kurt I like. Cobain. I like Bleach, and I like some stuff off Nevermind. Mm-hmm. But then after that, it's like it's real hit and miss. Like I don't. I don't like a lot of their big hits. I I do not like Heart Shaped Box. I think that song's fucking garbage. <laughs> um, I don't like that song. Fucking garbage. Because that's fucking good. Um, you know, everybody I think that likes, was a gore song. Yeah, anyway. I know everybody. <laughs> fucking garbage while dressed in garbage. I like, uh, I like. I mean, everybody likes Smells Like Teen Spirit. I, I like I Breed. I think it's, okay, most people like Smells well, Like they Teen ripped, Spirit. Well, they ripped off more than a feeling. I know. Not well, then, really, not really. It's the same port- chord progression. It's close, but then, speaking of... Next week, I mean, three weeks from now, we're going to talk about... Six months We're going to talk about the spectrum of... Um, that you're on? Oh, oh my... <laughs> <laughs> I have a place in society, Jonathan. Here's your participation, You know Ruby. you did good when you laugh harder at your joke than I do. Um, I always laugh at my jokes. Well, it's just because I didn't get it, because I'm on this... So, uh... uh um, plagiarism mm. and homage. We're going to talk about that spectrum because I have a couple of couple of things in mind. One involves a new song that is a fucking bop, as the kids say. It's I listened to this song. I was on the I mean, white privilege. I was per, point of personal privilege. I was on the golf course yesterday and I listened to this song that I'll pitch in a couple weeks, three weeks, uh, like sixty times. It's so fucking good. We're going to talk about plagiarism versus because more than a feeling doesn't sound like just just uh, it's a yeah you're right you're right it's it's the thing is is a lot of these things if you chart out musically they're close but they're not they're not accurate and a lot of times they're in different keys a lot of times they're at different tempos so it's like what do you mean there's like mm-hmm. speaking of since we're done with the songs let's get into the creamy filler 
the creamy f- end filler. Okay. That was fun, by the way. I really that, enjoyed that was, it. I, really, I enjoyed this week. Thank you for pitching good music. Um, the only reason why it was good is because my pitches were so bad this week. No. But, uh, but it was, I'm glad that you, you found the shags because I, I felt like you got some use out you, of it because you, you wanted know their story. to know. Yeah, because yeah. I had already watched that. And I was like, how did this get fucking made? And I want to go back and find that episode and rewatch it again. Provide more context. And if, more if, context. If you, if you guys want, we'll put a link here and in the description yeah. to that video. And if it is, I think it's Todd in the Shadows. If it's someone else, I apologize. I'll correct myself, but I think it was. We'll still plug Todd in the if Shadows. If not, go to Todd in the Shadows YouTube channel. It's, it's absolutely amazing. But cool. anyway, yeah, yeah, he's a cool guy. So, um, what I was going to say is so, so at Comedy Open Mic, mm-hmm. let me make that very clear. This week's Comedy Open Mic, I went first. I've been going first every most weeks that I've been doing it. I, I think it's a it puts a lot of pressure on me, and I, I think it's a good move. Um, and then a friend of mine, really good comic, she went on second, mm-hmm. third, third person to go up gets up there. And, you know, she's got her friend filming her from behind. She goes, hey, guys, I know this is a comedy open mic, but... And then I just start looking at my phone. And she's <laughs> like, I want to read some poetry for you. And it was called like, called, like, Target Acquired. And she goes off and, like... Is that supposed to do that? I was... Sorry. Oh, oh, thank God. Okay. Sorry. We're good. Anyway. So, no, no, no. I'm glad you checked. Um so she she starts reading this poem. I'm looking at my phone. I was mad that people clapped afterwards. I was like, don't do that because it encourages these fucks. You know what you should have done because it was comedy night? You should have laughed at the end of every one of her poems. She only did one, thankfully. You should have so laughed. I should have just been laughing in the middle of it. I didn't. I can't, I can't be a total asshole like that. No shit. The fourth person to get up gets up there with a guitar and says, and it's not... <coughs> I don't like the people that write comedy music because I think right. it's cheating. All you're doing is you're replacing well-crafted jokes and with punchlines mm-hmm. with 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 risque words mm-hmm. as yeah. the rhyming words. That's all you're doing. Yeah. Is like you're like, I was born a runt. God, my mom is such a cunt. Or you like you set it up so people think you're gonna say cunt and you don't. It's like that fucking song that's like. Uh, um, she fell in a barrel of shaving cream instead of shit. Oh yeah, you know. And then there's another song that's like he was playing with his marbles and dice and crystal. Ma- you know, I'm fucking. Anyway, so those are the two avenues for music, comedy music. I hmm. can't think I'm on the spot. I don't like the song. Yeah. So he gets up there and what he does is he's like, I think this song's kind of funny, so I want to share it with y'all. And all he does is he does that YouTube thing where you play the same four chords and just sing different songs because all the songs use the same four chords. Right. I could not have been madder this week. <laughs> I was like, thank God I don't have to follow it. I got real lucky with that. Mm-hmm. But Jesus Christ. That just, yeah. By the way, if you're out there, you're watching this and you're thinking of doing that at a comedy open mic, fucking don't. Don't. Because it, I mean, already, like, I didn't do great this week. I'll be the first to say it. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really feel like that killed the vibe of the evening. Because even some of the best comedians had a real hard time. Well, and, yeah. But the the really good ones, they held their own. They did they did good. But the crowd, the crowd was real odd that night. There was this couple up front that sat through the whole show and didn't laugh. <laughs> but I've ne- I've never seen a couple not enjoy a comedy show and stick around for the whole thing and then leave once it's done. It was real weird. Hmm. 
And it wasn't like somebody they knew went last. It was real weird. It was a weird <laughs> night. So anyway, I just wanted to share that. Yeah, uh, that's kind of stupid. I mean, because of songs that it, suck. Yeah, because it, it kills. It does kill the vibe, and I'm sure it threw everyone else. Every I don't performer's night to, off. I don't go to music open mics and get on stage and read my fucking poetry. No, I don't even go to poetry open mics and read my fucking poetry. Right, poetry should be read, not read. Hashtag. Hashtag. Gonna, I hope I get quoted on that. That's in nice. My high school yearbook, and. Furthermore, when do you graduate? Tuesday. Got this great senior thesis about the philosophy of the world. <laughs> and the fat people want what the skinny people got. I, yeah, this was a, it was a weird fucking week. Wow. A lot happened. Thankfully, we got to sit down today as friends and talk about some music. Yeah. So, uh, oh, my watch fetish is back. Because my mom found all these watches, and I bought two real fancy watches I didn't wear today. Not that; those are the old ones. I've got some new ones. Oh, I, I can't tell the difference. I was gonna bring my uh, a couple of trinkets of my own. My Please own. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got my uh, my uh, nameplate that my dad had on his desk. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, throw that in the garbage. Bring something good. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. Um. So are we ready to uh. Wrap it up. Wrap it up and, and have sex with Rebecca Black. You got it. Come back next week and do. Uh, join us next week. For join us next new week. New show. For where our... I'm wearing the same socks. Well, I'm always wearing the same socks. Well, that's just because you're homeless. <laughs> yes. Quit charging people's. Quit charging <coughs> your phone on people's porches. <laughs> yeah, you good? Yeah. Rock All on, right. dude. Rock Love on. you, brother.